Welcome to Wednesday Comics. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and Supercon 2018, Return of the Con. Keep turning those pages. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, we have Guppy himself, Alex. How you doing? Hello, everyone. Cup, cup. To my right, we have King Sturgeon of Self Garrett. How you doing? Doing good. Alex is my son, and I'm his daddy. And I am the judge. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about 1977. No. You're making my son kill me, you bastard. Well, that's how I roll. Happens. If you have that power as a judge, so he has to give. We'll talk about it later tonight. We little spoilers here, but you know if you know the judge character, he has to give that gold poker piece. Yep, chip. So he doesn't have the power of suggestion unless you're holding it. Right. Okay. Can you wear gloves? Don't. All right. Well, it's uh, your power, dude. You tell me. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of, you're supposed to know all. Knowing uh, everything, we got a game later on today. Uh, I'm gonna call it. Um, I had a name for it. It's on there. Don't Would remember. you rather? Well, that's what it's based on. Hold oh, on. I see. TM, TM. Don't, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Rather, would you? Uh, oh, it's called this or that. That's what it's called. By the way, Marvin tells me that, or tells Garrett and I that it's going to piss us off. It so. is. Stick around if you want to see these two get angry and at me. And me and Alex know it's going to make Alex feel stupid, and then Marvin's just going to make Who knows? Up. I might play a character during it. We know. The judge might come back. Hey, right. 1967, I got in the bar. I'll tell you what. Uh, we're talking about today. And free talk here. Action Comics 1000 coming out in April. So no Action Comics in March? Or they, no, there will no. be one issue. There one will be issue. two. And then April, what, the 18th? Is that right? Something like that. Uh, we get Action Comics 1000, which is supposed to be Brian McAbanis' uh, debut. Yep. As a backup with Jim Lee Art. Now, here's the thing. That's A class. That's top of the notch. Uh, top, top of notch. the notch? Top of the notch. So it'll be five pages long because Jim Lee's drawing it. That's what I'm saying. Like... I like Brian Michael Bendis, but like they were like Jim Lee, and I'm like, hmm. I mean, maybe if it was like Jim Lee from the '90s, but we're talking uh, 2018 Jim Lee. Yeah, it'd be and better if it was like Dave Marquez. That would be nice. How sick would that be? If they announced that, and they're yeah. like, oh, out of nowhere, right? Or People e- lose their shit. Or even is like, or even like, hey, Jorge Menes, he's been doing a good job. Let's give oh, him. You know what I mean? That'd be great. I mean, I look at Jim Lee. When he has the time, it looks good. Well, he's had two years to do it. I hope so. What do you mean? Two years. He's had 999 months. Oh, yeah, to but do it. They, they don't plan that far in. Especially when they didn't know Brian McAbanis was coming on board. So oh, I suppose. They didn't have a script in Yeah, but I still would have assumed they would have had, an, I guess. So $5.99 for the issue, 30 bucks for a hardcover. Uh, Garrett, uh, you're getting the hardcover, I assume. Hardcover and the issue. And the issue. For what? And now Alex is maybe making me think about getting a second hardcover. Well, isn't there two different hardcover versions? No. Oh, I thought there was two different covers. Nope. What about the single issues? Is there multiple covers, variants? I'm sure there will be. Wait, are you being legitimate that you might get a second hardcover? One to read, one to never touch. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? It's one thousand. Let me tell you this: so the thirty bucks for the hardcover, you're getting it. Five ninety nine for the issue. What if there was a variant, Gary Frank, fifty bucks? Would you get it? Yep. 
Christopher Reeve were on the cover. Oh my god! Right now, I already got ghost goosebumps and chills. Yep, <laughs> ghost bumps. What if it was just the the cape with the yellow S? And then the character's like, "They made that for me. I gotta, gotta get that." I would literally deck someone in the face <laughs> if they tried to touch that book. Is that me? Here's the thing, though. It's oversized, five ninety nine, obviously. So it's gonna be oversized. Um, is it supposed to be like, "Hey, this is a restart for Action Comics"? Not a restart, but like. Boom! This we're moving on to Brian Michael Bendis. Is this, is that his backup? Is that going to be a story going forward, or is it just like, hey, these are just going to be random stories? I think it'll be more annual. Like, to be honest, to celebration, celebration of a thousand issues, more so than there will probably be like one part that's the story that's happening next. That's yeah. what's always like. Like when Mighty Thor seven hundred came out, there's all these different stories. Yeah. One so that you, actually makes sense with the plot. The rest just kind of so you think they'll go Earth, Wind, and Fire with this thing. The He's four not sure elements? what that means. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What? The four elements? Celebrate. Good times. Oh. Um, Jimmy so, Olsen, you think he gets a, a story in there? Jimmy Olsen? He better. That's the one thing about Superman that pisses me off. Where the fuck's Jimmy Olsen? Who needs him? Who needs you? Superman's best friend. More like Superman's annoying friend. He can't even annoy you. He's not in the book. Well, good. That's why rebirth. That's the whole reason the, the whole rebirth to get rid of Jimmy Olsen. No, he was he's in there, but he gets like one page. And like Clark. was he in uh, yeah, New Fifty Two? I don't remember seeing him around. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, good. I think it's one of those things that Jimmy Olsen's a kind character that only you, Garrett, and probably a, a few people really like. I have to admit, I've never been a fan of Jimmy's because you never had a chance to be a fan of Jimmy. Maybe I would imagine Brian Michael Bennett leans hard on Jimmy Olsen Daily Planet, Lois which Lane. I'm excited for, like because it's like the pulse. I want to see. You know, you barely see Perry White too. I mean, you see him, but not all the time. See, that's one. Of, see, but you talking about things that aren't Superman is the like how much you dislike the other stuff that's in Turtles. You, well, I, t- I you, want, I want Superman to be in the book too, but only like one page. No, I want them all in. <laughs> I put them in every panel. What's the point of having Clark and Lois work at the Daily Planet again if you don't see Perry, you don't see Jimmy? You don't even see Steve Lombard. You do. He's yeah. He's. I in, mean, you um, do see them sometimes, but it's more like when Superman's like, "Okay, I had to go save the world." Lois is working, and then John just happens to be hanging out at the office. Yeah, I wish that they'd actually do a little bit more Clark being Clark. Yeah, he spends a lot of time being Superman in both books, and I get yes, that's the premise. But Lately. even Bruce has been more Bruce, right? Than he's been Batman. Was he more Clark and Superman for a while? He off and on. Yeah. When he's training with John or just being on the farm, but since they've gotten to Metropolis, they spend a lot less time of him being Clark doing any daily planet work. Right. Give me a freaking trench-coated Clark Kent, like, ditching his costume, like, because he got to go save the day. Yeah. I want to see some transitions. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm more excited for that Action Comics 1000 than I have been for Action Comics in a long time. You know, I jumped off that first arc, right? Dark, that yeah, was Doomsday? Doomsday. Yeah. Um, I tried. Here's the thing. Might read still. Who knows? Who knows what the kind of time I got in my life? But uh, uh, probably won't. But uh, it's on my list. Uh, my hoopla list is Action Comics, the second volume. So we'll see. I'm, you guys said it was good still. So yeah, Action picked up. Then when you get to that, I trusted Imperious you, Re- Lex. It, that's Superman. That wasn't that was action. Superman. I'm sorry. I yep. trusted you enough to put it on my list. So it's there. Yeah. We'll see if you still so, trust. Is Descender on that list too? No, but uh, <laughs> Red Hood was, and I read that. Red so don't come great. at me like I don't read stuff. That's true. That's true. I'm going to come at you with Action Comics 1000, uh, the hardcover, and uh, I'm going to rip yours in half. Well, you got to sign up for it, though. I'll sign up for it. <laughs> I'm not going to sign up for that hardcover. I'm going to get just the issue. I was yeah. just going to get the issue. I'm not going to. You kind of made me excited. 
That's the thing about DC is when they do variants for Superman. What? <laughs> Made you excited. I rose my finger up at you. Oh, I was like, my, my is it like a booger coming out of my nose? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. I just told you. Um, uh, that would be cool if they had like very like good variants like that. They don't have that stuff anymore. I would imagine, right? They did it for Watchmen. They did it for like every time they do have a big thing. Metal had variants in it. Yeah. So Action Comics 1000, you think, don't think there's going to be at least some? There's got to be at least 40. What that makes me, well, like, anytime there's something big in uh, comic books about Superman, it makes me sad that, like, those movies never work out. Yeah. Like, what is, when's it, they, I don't even think, is it on Slate, Man of Steel 2? And are they going to call it Man of Steel 2 rather than just Superman? I think they'll still, well, it's, they're going to go Man of Steel? It's announced as the Man of Steel 2 sequel, it's the Man of Steel sequel right now. Because it wasn't, it have an official name. Wasn't Man of Steel 2 originally before they changed to Batman versus Superman? Yeah, and then they made it so that this that actually it is a sequel, but it's not the Man of Steel sequel. Who do you want in that villain wise, Brainiac? I would like to see Brainiac. Even Parasite would be cool. Parasite. I want to see. I want to see nobody in their whole life said Parasite's cool. What about Secret Origin? No. I think you need to have what? it's. It's did you re- like, you remember Secret Origin? I do. Parasite was huge, and I in hated that. Parasite in it. Well, yeah, because he's a villain. <laughs> oh, see, I liked I liked Parasite in uh, is it Earth One Volume Two. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of those things that it, they need another villain to be in a book. Or, they or not cool. book, they a need movie. to do Brainiac. They need Brainiac or Parasite. Don't do Zod. Don't do Lex. Don't do these mm. people we've already seen. Or if you're going to do something, do like Metallo. Bring in a, a, a tinier villain to start it off. And then That'd you can cool. have your big baddie. But I think Superman's kind of like what Spider-Man is. You beat that Green Goblin to death. You don't want. We don't want them. Give us. Or the if you're going to do Lex Luthor, put him in that freaking mech suit. Yeah, like five years ago. Hear me out. Superman versus Guppy. Who wins? Superman. We'll talk later. Guppy. R.I.P. Not R.I.P. But sorry, that's not spoilers. If you read Nightwing, that's not spoilers. That's just a joke. I don't He's even know. I don't died. even know how that fight would go. He's. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be probably one of those things where Superman just flicks. He doesn't even need, or he maybe just pokes. I'm say I don't use. And then you stay there. Guppy explodes. Roots of the Swamp Thing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Holland Files number two should be coming out pretty soon. If you got your pre order in, uh, you should be expecting to see it pretty soon. So visit the world of Swamp Thing at Roots of the Swamp Thing.com, on Twitter at DC World Swampy, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. The I comics think. that uh, came out yesterday, that's the January 17th, 2018, 117, 18, 117. 18. That sounds, doesn't sound cool. No. What do you mean yesterday? Don't you mean four days ago? Oh, yeah. Well, broke the fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> start first. Oh, with don't worry, Marvin. I won't make fun of you for it. Mighty Thor, uh, <laughs> Jason Aaron and Richard Dutterman and Matt Wilson in colors. <laughs> this is uh, Mighty Thor 703, the death of Mighty Thor. What part? Doesn't even say in the cover. This is part two or part three. It uh, doesn't even say on the front page. What? The fall of Asgard. The fall of Asgard. Wait, we'll go on the back. In there. I'll find it. Hold you on. find it. We had a story about uh, last issue, Jane Foster collapsed. We start, she's in the hospital. And she's like, hey. They're like, hey, you're dying. And Doctor Strange is like, hey, dude. Turn Thor one more time. Dead. She yeah, says. You don't need a part number. It's part of the story. Then uh, <laughs> Mjolnir start, uh, shows up. Uh, Mjolnir. And he's uh, like, Mew Mew. Mew Mew shows up. Shows up. It's like, hey, buddy. Magnog's destroying Asgard. You got to come up. And she's like, hey, I got to do it. And they're like, you're going to die. And she makes a decision. What does she decide? 
You guys are all uh, deputized to go kick some ass. You go up there. Don't make me regret it. Thor no more. And then the hammer flies away. She's back in the hospital bed. Now, here's the question, though. I think that was... Whoa, you gotta slow down. Slow the roll a little bit. That's all that happened this fucking issue. That scene was really awesome, though. Man, like, no are, shit. Am I gonna read panel man, to panel? I man, just, no. Gog's kicking the shit That's the nice. biggest part of that issue, and you're just, like, glossing over it. Well, now we're gonna talk about it. I'm just saying that I think it's interesting that we have a story. It's called The Death of Mighty Thor, so, like, it's not like it's hiding that. Why was he made? That's gonna happen. Now we know how she's gonna die, possibly. Obviously, it could still be a red herring, and then maybe we won't see it actually happen. But I do think it's interesting that she's like, you guys go fight for me. Don't make me regret it. Possibly, very likely, they don't stop him. And she's going to take up that hammer one more time and go up there. And that's how we see her sacrifice her life to save Asgard. But, I mean, does she? I mean, I want to know where along the line, I understand she wants to be good and all. But where along the line does she is she all of a sudden like willing to die for Asgard? Like they obviously don't like her. They kicked her out. I mean she likes I she she likes Thor and she likes everybody else there. But it seems weird to me a little bit that she just has the th- the hammer and automatically she's like oh yeah I fight for Asgard. Well, like, where was that turn? But it's she's doing, protector it's doing of the, the right realms. things. Yeah, it's, I mean, she's she's been given this power. She's been given this responsibility. The hammer has chosen her. By the way, if you fall out of that chair, I will laugh and probably <laughs> pee my pants. No, I mean, I understand that now, yeah, she's the chosen one. I'm just picturing it. Right. <laughs> she's like, has the hammer and she's told to protect Asgard. We're, but like, <laughs> yes, she, <I'm> space. <laughs> is she really that uh, selfless that she's like, I mean, I guess that's why the hammer, she has the hammer. And say it's a I'm just talking it. it out, baby. I got to figure this out. Why is she willing? To, I don't want her to die. It's weird you called me baby. Um <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, she, she it's like a drug to her to be Thor. So I think with her responsibilities as Thor, I mean, I'm sure uh, Mew Mew also is like... You think it's part of it, though? Like that is the self selfish part of it is that she likes being Thor? Absolutely. She's, would you, oh, would yeah, you not enjoy kicking the shit out of trolls and demons with this giant hammer? If it means I might die, maybe not. But that's what Strange explains. If she never would have picked up the hammer in the first place... She went from stage one to stage four because she was Thor. Yep. Yeah. Would you rather become a god, but it kills you every time? That's like goth. No, that's so stupid. That's what's happening to her, though. It, like, it's destroying her. I know, because she's obsessed with it now. And so I think a part of it is that now it, it's she's got this immense power and it's just corrupting her because she's she now feels like she has to go do this. And even I think the hammer guilts her into doing things. It's, oh, my God. This hammer? It's pure pressure. Let us you know. know uh, I'm starting to not like Milner anymore. Someone's got to break that hammer. I, I got to uh, bring uh, Hella. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I actually want to open up to uh, 605-215-1849. Send us a voicemail. Would you be a god knowing that it kills you every time and that eventually one day you'll become a god and you can't turn back because you'll die? I mean, if you just stay the god the whole time, you're good, right? But she's not willing to stay Thor the whole time. She turned her ass to her back to Jane. But now you know that Doc Strange could fix her. And she tells him, That's what I'm told, don't like, do it. She just she wants she doesn't feel like she deserves it. She wants to fight it the natural way. But she won't fight it yeah. because she's turning to Thor. That's the only thing that's confusing to me. She won't have him fix it with magic. She won't have Thor fix it with Asgard magic. But and she's like, I'm gonna go to chemo. But yet, hey, I'll use this magic to become Thor, and then all the chemo goes away. 
So she's not fighting it naturally. So she's like, hey, I gotta fight it. I gotta fight it my own way. But she's not fighting it her own way. But right. like she, she stopped her treatment. She stopped she's not anything. even. Tre- I mean, she she's even, more focused about being Thor than she is taking care of her own. Life. So her saying, "Don't heal me," I think in a way is for her saying, "No, I think I deserve to die uh, because." Of what I've done, like I don't know, it's something about it that's fine strange to me, like of her character. Like, there's nothing in here being like she's not scared at all. That's what it is. Is that she's so fearless? But I, I don't see why. Well, I mean, on a daily basis, and I, I'm just answering for the fear antic of it is that she, on a daily basis, goes and fights a Phoenix Force or wants to go fight Mangog or she wants to fight Malekith. She's not afraid. But that's because she's a god at that point. She's not Jane. Yeah, Jane dying of cancer. So now she's now she's finding that the the quote unquote god inside her is I'm not afraid to die and I'm willing to embrace it. And maybe part of me she doesn't want to live anymore. She's lived this life. She's seen what's on earth. There's a whole shit ton of crap. But you would think if she really did care about being Thor and protecting the realm, she would be like, Hey, heal me so that I'm not dying. I'll change the Thor and I'll be able to help you guys forever. Yeah, that is true. It's it's kind of losing the whole reasoning why she doesn't. I don't want think it's to bad. I like I like this issue a lot. I did too. I just find the logic a little weird, in her character choices being like, her being like, "Don't heal me," and her being like, "I'll die to become Thor again," when she can just be like, "Hey, fucking heal me, I'll become Thor and we'll go save Asgard." Yeah, yeah. that's what she's more concerned about. Why is she so concerned about not getting healed? That's my, why she had a point where she's not even doing natural medicine anymore. My hope is that if you know she's going to turn to Thor one more time. I hope it's not when she, you know, goes, I'm going to power down. She's like, okay, guys, I do want you to save me. I want to either be, be, stay true on what you wanted to do. If you're going to, if you want to die, then let yourself go. I get that. I feel like the next arc is going to be her trying to stay Thor permanently and never transition back. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. What do you guys think about uh, Mangog gouging out Hamdell's eyes? I, I thought he smashed his head at see, first. See, I was, I, not to sound uh, morbid, I was a little let down. I actually thought he was going to I thought kill he did. Heimdall. Yeah, I thought he killed him, and then he's like, oh, my eyes. like, oh, okay, he just smashed his eyes. Because he's talking about he wants to he's kill. He's an all-seeing. I can't see anything. Yeah, but he wants to destroy that whole realm. But the, and the, and the, the big splorch him. sound is, like, is not <laughs> just true. that my eyes popped. It was my skull just became that sword. And when the blood was everywhere. It felt so. like the art for that moment was meant for shock. And then later on, he actually couldn't do anything to Hemdal. Hemdal? Hemdal. Hemdal. Yeah, whatever. It was like, uh, he can do anything. Like, Marvel was like, oh, don't, can't kill him. And so he's like, oh, his eyes going out. With that. See, I, I, I'm, I, I get that. I understand the, the reason you can't kill a character that's currently in the movies and is a big to do. But if you're going to have this big of a fight and you're going to have a, a splorching sound of eyes popping, you need. <laughs> You need to let it actually happen. Hey, don't, well, don't hold it back. What was uh, Odin going to tell to somebody? Right? He I think like, he was going to say that. I I assume I want to know my. I want to tell my son something. He yeah. was going to tell uh, Thor that he's he is worthy. I hear this because yeah. that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought Thor was going to come instead of having Yarnborn the axe. He's going to have uh, Mjolnir the hammer. Right. Go, Let's go fuck some shit up. I'll read this real quick. Even gods don't live forever. Even all fathers die. If today be that day, then so be it. Before all the heavens, oh, excuse me, before all the stars and all the heavens, I swear that I die without apology, without regrets. Except for one, I wish long last I could have told my son, my heir, what I truly, and then that's it. He doesn't get to say, he doesn't get to finish. What's he going to tell him? That he is worthy? Is that what you I think. I think that he's going to tell Thor or Odin's son, um, 
I see you as worth. I I now right. give you the strength to be worthy, and Thor's going to accept it, and Mjolnir's going to come into his hand, and they're going to play the uh, uh, what's the name of that song that they play at the beginning of uh, Right in Iraq, or at least in the, the trailer. Oh. Yeah, immigrant. <clears throat> um, uh, what do you guys think? I really love Dotterman's art on this. Yeah, what do you think about? I'm loving his use of like foreground and background with like blurring out things in the foreground so you can see things better in the background. Mm. He does it like the whole issue, and I think that's a really cool technique, uh, kind of showing perspective and things like that. I think that's pretty. I, mean, I don't think most artists do that. He's been doing that for a hot, hot second here in these issues, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm kind of kind of on both sides. I do think it's like cool, but I do know it looks a little because I know it's a computer animated effect. Oh, this yeah. look a little artificial to me, but that is true. I mean, you can't really draw. But that. you like the idea of it, yeah. Uh, the colors are great, Matt Wilson. Right. Oh yeah, it's Matt Wilson, right? I believe so. I assume so. so. Matthew Wilson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I hated about this book, the reason I can't give it a ten out of ten, is the Doctor Strange in the dumpster scene took me out of the book, where Doctor Strange is giving a speech. He's like, oh yeah, Jane, you bring that light. Like, what the fuck does he say? I thought it was the dumbest thing. It's like, oh, that thunder. I know that thunder. And every time I hear it, I know you're up there killing yourself a little more, aren't you, Dr. Foster? I know know life can get uh, crazy sometimes. Believe me, I know. I'm telling you, you stupid hexapus. You got the wrong guy. I'm Dr. Strange, whatever. Go attack the new sorcerers. See, it's like, I think that's just an ad. This whole bit took me out of the book. And it's an ad for Dr. Strange. Well, and Falcon. Also. I love Jason Aaron. I never liked his Doctor Strange, and that was just a reminder of why. Yeah. I did feel the same way. I was like, God, get past that. That, but, that made me so mad. But this is when she's dreaming. I thought, nope, no, this is him. She, no, she's this is she leaves the car. Yeah. It says here uh, a few days ago. Oh, I see. Okay, right. And so randomly, Doctor Strange is just speaking yeah. through the fourth wall to us I, or to Jane, but she I think, can't. Hear I think that no. this whole page is like that because Falcon's even like. Hey, uh, I'm not Captain America anymore. I'm Falcon. I don't know yeah. if you heard. It's uh, just like so much exposition through her mouth. Like nobody talks like that. Like why? Do you, why? What is he, why does he need to tell her that anyways? Yeah. And like that thing too. Like like look at all these notes and. Hey, here. I'm not Sorcerer Supreme anymore. He's not talking to anybody. Yeah. Like it's who's like, he telling that? It's the most awkward thing I've ever read. Oh, I mean, he's talking to the octopus, but like. Yeah. Yeah, octopus is like dying. When her. when Falcon's talking, we're going, "Hey, girl, you know, did you just like me for the red, white, and blue?" It's like, dude, she's dying. Yeah. You're the last thing on her mind. <laughs> Well, he didn't know at that point. So yeah. Give him a little bit. Oh, I, I guess. This would have been a 10 out of 10, but it went down to an 8 out of 10 for me because of it's this It's a 9 for page. me. Um, anytime Dodderman and Wilson are on the book, it's great. I think that's what I found in this book. Anytime it's somebody else, like a fill-in artist, I, never, I don't enjoy it that much. But it's one of those things where Dodderman actually makes the makes the book great. I think it's that it, the art sells it for me. And I me. think it's that him and Jason have some sort of language together to, to tell the story, some... And to be able to tell the story how Jason wants it. And I think everybody else falls a little flat. Like Jason's, the way Jason wants to tell the story. So um, looking forward to it. I've been liking it so far. If you want to get the Thor uh, a little late. I mean, this whole thing's been running for a while. But uh, wait till the end of this arc. And I'm sure they'll kind of do like a soft reboot. Then you can jump on. But it's been great so far. So if at any point you jumped off, I would say go back on and read the end of this thing. So Alex, what did you give it? Um, I'm torn. I don't know. Like There were things I liked. But I think I'm gonna go with an eight. Okay, wasn't it That's wasn't a, I would see that. Yeah, wasn't as good as I was expect. I didn't actually when I read it. I was already taking on the book, um, the Falcon and Doc Strange. I was like, oh whatever. I just zoomed right through it and got to the next part where it got more interesting. 
So I ignored that. That didn't matter. But now I read it, and it's like, hey, you know, it's good, but it's just I'm kind of on that point where we we're on a newer arc, but we're still doing the same crap we've been doing for about two and a half years. That I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting for this War of the Realms to wrap up. Yeah, for Malekith being the big omnit on I can't even say it. Omnit- big fucking force behind all this. Like, where is he? Is he is he gonna be the next arc? He sent Mangog. Now what's next? Yeah. I know. I it's just kinda like that freaking Minotaur. Like, we've been there, we're good, move on. I think we just need more new. I do feel also that you know, there's that question in Mighty Thor book. I was thought about this because when I read Doctor Strange, um in Mighty Thor, you're like, Is Loki good? Is he bad? And then Doctor Strange, he's more good. You know what I mean? Like it's I think depends on how you see it. Because I still, I mean, the way Loki's always been is a selfish character. I think he's doing a Doctor Doom where he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's doing it the wrong way. Hmm. Interesting take. We'll talk about it later. All right. What else we got? I guess, no offense, not to ruin the the way we do it. Are we still doing it the normal way where I go second? Yeah. Because he's on the right. Um, haven't we been doing this the last? <laughs> I don't. Two to three you know, in all honesty, I can't remember how we've done it the last like six weeks. Hold up a second. I know it's a little slippery. Out. We get some snow melting. Did you flip yourself outside? Well, you got a concussion. I did, I did fall down the stairs at work. You got a concussion? Brick wall, dude. Maybe face. you snapped your neck, and this is all a dream. Holy shit! So, what else did we get this week? We got was it Nightwing thirty seven. Written by Sam Humphreys. Uh, flashback art by Klaus Jansen and Jamal Campbell did the present art. We got Alex Sinclair's flashback colors. And uh, that art by Jorge Jimenez. Holy shit. He just did the cover. That's what I said. He did the cover. Yeah. That looks were awesome. too busy fucking on your phone. No, I was going to my notes. Yeah, bullshit. You're bullshit. <laughs> your guppy's bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me uh, you take that. let me first uh, look at all these notes that I took on this bad boy. It was a good book, huh? You go first then. You got notes? Yeah. You, you want me to go first? Yeah. Um. So I guess well, I'll start with what I start. Uh, the first thing was the introduction of Babe Ruthless. I thought was really cool. Um. So basically, in this book, we are. It's a flashback story about uh, Dick when he was. Grayson, when he was Robin, <laughs> I uh, with Batman, uh, one of his like first adventures. Uh, He's only been in the suit for what a month, a month or so. You yeah. know what's funny? I just got that pun, Booth, uh, Babe, uh, Ruthless. I just got it. Seriously? Yeah. That's Were you eating pain chips before this? <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was cool. I th- I like the idea that like Dick is reminiscing with Babe Ruthless, and I thought that. Uh, Dick and her had like a lot of chemistry, so it was cool. To, like I think it just it fit really smoothly how the story's being told about his first experience with the judge um, as a villain. Um, as you'll see throughout the issue, like my favorite parts were the flashbacks. I mean, as the majority of the book is the flashbacks um, and the art by Klaus Jansen. Holy crap! Very nostalgic. Very. I mean, you can tell that he needs someone else to define his work a bit, but very Frank Miller-esque. Uh, just needs a little bit more line work involved, like Dark Knight Returns. But still kind of cool. I thought that it fits that gritty, crimey, um, old, like when they're just starting out. Crime. Certainly a word, crimey. Crimey. Whatever. <laughs> Crime-like. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you guys have any I, 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 I did not care for the flashback art. I didn't either. Really? It, it really honestly took me out of the book. And when you see the like the first couple pages look really great. It's Jamal Campbell, yeah. And then when I get into the flashback, I was like, oh. This wasn't I was expecting a little bit more ah and I, I feel got like a little I've more seen Cost Jensen's art before and I enjoyed it. So that's when I saw that I was like, hmm. And like I think it's what you said. It's not really defined and it's really uh really old school. It's just kind of com- it, I don't know, it just seemed complacent. There wasn't a whole lot of shock value for me. It was some of the stuff looked okay, but I just I wasn't having it. And well, I was kind of like that silver age style. I mean, and I'm going to be 100% honest, uh, I think it's the weakest issue of Sam Hoffman's run. I really didn't enjoy it that much. Really? It tied all the pieces together, the first two parts. Well, it can tie it as much as it wants, and I find it enjoyable. The, I oh. thought the writing was good. I did yeah. enjoy the writing. But Story. this was one of those things that... During the, the art... flashback, I didn't like that part. At the beginning and the end, I liked a lot. Yeah. But that's it. Um, I'll give 36. I loved 36. But 37, I would agree, actually, probably the weakest. 36, I really liked, too. That's the thing is like thirty six was good. Thirty five and thirty six were so good, I think. And then this kind of feels like I know it's telling me backstory about the judge. Step back and to I'm place so it here, I feel like if you did the first one and he, he sees the judge and he has that moment of realiza- realization that's like, oh, I fought him before and I missed it. Then you put this flashback as a second part, and then we move forward. It just seems weird that we have two issues of the story ongoing, and it seems more like we're taking a step back rather than reveal that he's fought him before tell us and then move forward this just feels like it's like we're ready i'm ready to see like what's the next thing that's gonna yeah, happen well and so when, yeah, the timing could be next off. next issue will get the conclusion i enjoyed it i mean it's i mean it's i think it's the weakest one and i really know that flashback part was not enjoyable but it's not horrible like it's still for me it's still like oh yeah I like, I like what's going on in the uh, present night story. So present yeah. story. So I don't know the flashback scenes like the story wise. I guess if you didn't like the art, that's whatever. But um, how you, it's kind of showing that vulnerability of Robin, how he's like trying to figure out if he can even do this. Um, so I'm surprised you guys didn't like it. But I mean, maybe yeah, it's the art. I think that's I it know. though for me. Like I'm past that. I know, but I it's really- showing like you've you've always seen his first outing his origin then you've seen him years later but you've never really seen one of his first adventures um and like i thought that part at the end with batman like he screws up the job and the judge gets away um and like robin's like sitting on that tree stump of that's you know been the focal point of these first three issues and um he's like i okay you're gonna fire me right like you're you're done with me i i screwed up uh, this is over and Batman's like easy Robin next time you'll do better like I thought that was that was pretty cool like saying like hey yes Batman is uh, obviously this crazy mentor that's going to push you to your limits but he does realize at least at this point in his career that he knows that you're going to make mistakes and you'll learn from them yeah well he's only been in for a month he's sure that this right. kid's probably pretty likely to want to kill himself still like oh, my family's all dead now I'm right. sad I don't want to be too much of a jackass. Father Batman. Yeah. Father Bruce. And I liked how Alfred was interwoven in this book, too, like with... Or maybe that was 36. His last, his last yeah, issue when he got shot. And I read these two back to back. I know. I did, too. But that's the thing is that 36, led, it was so strong, and I really enjoyed it, that reading 37 was like getting my foot caught in a bear trap. Yeah. really slowed down my walking. I uh, read them both back to back, too. So I think that was part of it. So that's my mistake. I the present seven. story, like you guys like the Jamal Campbell art, yeah, yeah. was so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, 
you know, the scenes with Guppy, Dan bullied. Yep. yep. Or like, was that 36? That was 36. Also? Yeah. Damn it. But I mean, the part where he walks in to his dad's house, King Sturgeon, um, and is like, dad, I didn't get you the medicine. That and he pulls out this. No, this is the cliffhanger. This issue. No, it wasn't. No, this is the one where he's going to stab him. Yeah, this one. Right. Is he walks in with the fish, goes up to his bedside. No, that's what? Last issue. No, no, because that's, that's, that's the last turn of the events in this book. The only thing he does in this issue, he's sitting next to his dad's bed crying, and then he pulls out a knife. He's going to stab him. No, I thought that's the one he came with. No. God damn it. No, see, we're, all we've been oh, doing right is talking there. about 36 and loving 36. 36 was strong, yes. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of good moments in 36, like that guppy part and uh, right. Alfred. I guess for, I think the thing for me is that this back this flashback back matter was something that I felt could have been accomplished in yeah. two pages. Not even a flashback. It's just, exactly uh, what just I'm saying. Nightwing talking That's to... That's a better way to put it. Um, Babe Ruth... Babe... Shit. Babe Ruthless. Thank you. Um, I, I think I'd rather have seen it been just natural conversation amongst them going, hey, remember the first time we met, Judge? Well, he's back and he's being a fucker. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, there's, there's a better way to tell it. I just feel like having a whole issue dedicated to it, especially at this time, and I, we were excited for it, but like it still felt like I didn't learn anything that new to in that flashback to be like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. But like no. he, I already knew he faced Judge before and he got away. And that's what happened. <laughs> so the only thing that came out of it is now I know his relationship with Babe. But like you said, that could have been done during dialogue. Uh, was that, like I said, it wasn't bad. Seven. Um, I, I'm going to give it a seven solely on the fact that that cover is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I initially gave it a 10 out of 10, but after talking about it, I'm going to give it down an 8 out of 10. Wow, that's Ooh, a, that's a pretty good drop from a 10. <laughs> yeah, because you're right, because the things I'm bringing up is from 36. <laughs> well, I just, all the good stuff, 36 yeah. built into this issue. And maybe that's the thing that bugs me, is that 36 really was a 10 out of 10 yeah, for me. Ten, yeah, 36 and, was a 10 for and me. And this yeah. was a, it just it was a drop in quality. So, yeah. But we'll see what 38 has Jorge for us. Jimenez, if you get this cover, take off all the words and stuff like that, you get this blown up. That's a you dude. Put that, you put that in your I already downloaded that on my phone. And that Nightwing Google. is just just right here. That's Nightwing I mean. is great. Like that's I think that's the best design Nightwing I've seen. Even the Robin. Look at the Robin design. Yeah. Uh, the, Jorge you, should be doing a book. Like I mean, no, I know he's doing Super Sons, but if he's doing an image book, move on to something else, dude. Do your own book because you would. I would buy that book instantly. Oh, he was doing Super. He's doing Superman still or as well. Yeah, he just helped in that. Fills in from time to that time. That part, the five parter for John. Yeah. Right. So what do we got? Uh, next, we got uh, Days of Hate, Chapter One of Twelve, um, by written by Al Scott, drawn by Daniel. Good luck me saying that. Colored by Jordy Blair. Uh, yeah, uh, Chapter One's called America First. America First, which is the uh, slogan rally cry for uh, neo Nazis. So um, I did not know that. Yep. Interesting. So uh, that's what we get in the story yeah, right. is two people, they trying to infiltrate the alt-right uh, neo-Nazis. She, well, she calls them Nazis, and then she's like, I prefer the term alt-right. Um, this is what we were talking about before the, the show, before we started recording. This is a rare case of an issue where I'm like, if somebody's like, hey, what was the issue about? I could probably tell. It feels like a fever dream. I'm like, I know, I know she went into there, infiltrated. She left the bomb. It blew up. Uh, I know that her and this guy... We're uh, having like a talk about something, but like, but it doesn't feel like a store, a cohesive story for yep. me. It just feels like scenes. But here's the reason why I think I so enjoyed it because I know it's Al Scott, so I know it's not going to be straightforward. A, this is more like his work with like Zero and stuff like that. Um, and the art, I think, I really did dig that style for this type of book. It's very like undefined, but like dirty. 
but it feels like it's necessary in a way. It feels like she's like going underground into this kind of world where it's like dark and gritty and not the best place to be. And that's what it looks like. Like I felt like when she goes, hey, up, she's like, wish me luck. And she goes over into there. I think the style changes a little bit. And I think it's it's on purpose to be like, like I don't know. Like the, the way it, it everything is like hard. It's even like kind of like hard to see in certain parts. But yeah. I think it's like, it I think it's kind of purpose. apocalyptic. Yeah, I, I really like the look, look of that book. Um, it was different than I was expecting. Same. I was when you guys talked about politics. I was expecting a little bit more. Um, I knew you had said it was in the future, but I was expecting not necessarily modern, but not that shit had hit the fan. Yeah. So it it, it was good. Like you said, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the hell had happened. Well, they were explaining the backstory of how Amanda got to where she is based on her ex-girlfriend or ex ex-wife wife who was going to have her child and i mean it kind of showed i mean she's pissed off because uh amanda was getting so angry about politics that she hurt she pushed her yeah she pushed her and they lost the baby because she was so upset about the politics yep. that were going on in the 20 probably this it's supposed to be like 2017 election yeah. um or 2016 so, yeah whatever whenever yeah, 2016. Um, and then with that, it's kind of going... Like, we're seeing Amanda where she is now. But obviously, that's a flashback story. And you can tell that... We'll call her Zang. I can't pronounce her first name. Uh, her ex-wife is so pissed about how Amanda like did this to the her. Baby. About losing the baby. And she's like, now I want her to hurt. Yep. And so, and then we see Amanda, and I don't even know who the dude is, what his name is. I don't I, know if they even name drop him. I, I don't remember what his name was, I, but he's her partner. Is she part of the police force? I don't even know if they're the police. Okay. I think there's they're some like other a, like a certain affiliation. cell or something. Yeah. Um, because she, Amanda infiltrates the neo-Nazis, whatever, um, and kills. I didn't even know if it was a leader. Or I know it's a guy she was like, I'm assuming it was. It was a guy that she was hooking up with to get inside. Right. Because uh, he mentions her, his, her wife. Her wife, and so she obviously is on that side, and she's getting back at her by destroying that side. So it's weird because it's a personal book, but also it's kind of a political book. Like it's uh, the alt right versus uh, the rest of America, but also it's like her, like you said, her versus her ex wife because yeah. she wants revenge. Uh, I thought this page, see, like what I'm talking about, like this page yeah, looks, that looks great. Good. With yes. the bomb goes off. Oh, that's awesome. Coloring on this page, Jordy, obviously A, plus, we knew. But I mean, I saw this page and I was like, but like I started this for a second, I was like, uh, "Yeah, obviously, there's not well the fine lines, and most of it's just like spl- uh, splots of color." But if that's the style this book's going to be, and that's fine, I'm okay with it. But oh, I, I like I like the fact that that wasn't defined. It looked like a um, almost like a foggy how everything just kind of bleeds together. Yeah, when you look outside in the fog. It's like, oh, that looks really good. So they did mention that it looks like they're going to Kansas next. So they're trying to eliminate different factions is what it is, appears to be to basically get America back to how it was or whatever, at least so there's not factions yeah. that are doing terrorism. Yep. Um, so we thought Days of Hate, I mean, obviously it's a, a dual kind of title. It's Days of Hate because of the alt-right hates you know, everybody else, basically. So it's now we're in the Days of Hate. But also, she's in the days of hate because she hates her ex-wife right. so much. It's like a parallel metaphor, basically. 
And maybe we'll bring them back together. We don't know. They're all the, somebody's all the hands on the cover. With yeah. barbed wire. Hey, love hurts, baby. So oh. I, I did enjoy it, and I'm going to keep getting it. Uh, by the way, that cover looks great. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it, like I was telling you guys. I don't know why, but I did. It's kind of one of those things where I read, and I was like, it feels like an experience more than a story. Hey, did, uh, did Alan Scott used to be a designer? Because it's kind of like when I would look at Jonathan Hickman covers mm-hmm. for books. Uh, just the way this this cover is set looks amazing. I can't remember if he was doing something with. I don't the know because there's this giant space right here on the days of hate. So days hate or yeah. So that way you know that they separate two different Americas, baby. Yeah. Um, you know that's a good question because, like you said, uh, and we know Hickman is a designer by trade. And uh, I'll look it up. Well, uh, oh wait, I'm next. Never mind. Hmm? I don't. Are you, here's the question everybody's going to be asking. Are you going to get the next one, Alex? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. There's person. enough intrigue and like questions that I have that I want to see answered. I think this this is a possibility of a book that I would maybe drop depending on what like three or four issues look like. If it's not getting anywhere, there's nothing that's you know pulling me in, then yeah, I would maybe drop it. But Alice Cotton, all reality, has written some pretty decent books, excluding Wolf. I know you, that begun it was started the first off really arc well. was really good, um, but then it ended like but shit. like GG or Generation Gone, uh, fabulous. That book Amazing. is awesome. Holy cow! Uh, Surface, which I'd gotten a couple years ago, just dropped off the planet at issue four. But you were at least getting it, Marvin, and it was pretty good. That was kind of a future politic. What book? Surface. Surface. Zero is good too. I've never read Zero. That's good. They're like one shots. And there's different artists each issue. So, And I love those two issues of New 52 that uh, were written by Alice Scott for Suicide and Squad. And he uh, wrote Secret Avengers for a while, and that was good. Garrett so, made me read it, right? Yeah, he made you good. read it. Well, he wow. said it was good. Suggested it. Forced him to read it. But I do think that it's interesting enough if you have any interest in the current polit- political climate, it's a nice commentary on like, where are we going with that? I Actually, that's like when I'm looking for a politic book, like, that's kind of what I was looking for, so... It's good. I'll keep it on. I'm surprised you never got that. I guess we weren't a fan of ah. Sam Humphrey's um, Citizen Jack. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I'll go back and get it. I thought that was a story about werewolves. No, that's Moonshine. It might be aliens. There's some twist. Yeah, there's some twist. That's the reason why I'm doing it. I need pure politics, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kill or Be Kill. This is uh, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, uh, Betty Brewreister, number 15. This is the first one back from our break. A couple months, right? One month? Two months? A month and a half. A month and a half. A little bit. Uh, third trade came out also, so if you want to catch up, here's now's the time. Three trades an issue. Uh, I believe that's a movie with uh, Tom Selleck. Um, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, in this issue, we catch up with Dylan, and he's uh, most of the issue trying to figure out if he's crazy or if this de- demon uh, is real. Demons everywhere. He's everywhere. He's, no matter what medication he takes. Oh no! Hold up. First off, we cut to he's in a mental hospital, and he's looking out the window, and he goes, "Hey, let me go back, and I'll tell you how I got here." He's seeing this demon everywhere. He's like, no matter how much medication I take, I've doubled my medication, which probably is not smart. Um, I see him everywhere. And uh, boils to a point when he has to tell Kira, being like, I'm going to tell her. But roommate, listen to the door, listening to the, on the door. The demon tells him. The demon I tells love that part. So that, does that, that indicate that Dylan subconsciously heard the roommate and was like, oh, he's at the door? Or is the demon real and can see past the door? No, I think I think Dylan is so freaked out like that, like subconsciously. He just maybe heard him like put his ear up against the door. He's like, 
probably be my roommates listening to this because I'm yelling and whatever. I mean, he was freaking out. So you think like it's kind of like Fight Club, and it's like sometimes he sees a demon doing stuff, but that's him, right? Well, let's say when when they're so Mason is listening at the door. Dylan punches punches at the door, pushes the door open, swings at Mason, does connect, beats the shit out of him a little bit, but then he ends up fighting. Dylan ends up fighting the demon. And the demon actually turns out to be Mason, who he's trying to choke out. Yeah. And so I, I, I think it's a little bit of maybe like what you had said. It's uh, Fight Club. He I thinks he's that. fighting. Well, I'm gonna give you the credit. Because <laughs> you're the one I'm looking at. But it is, it, yeah. And also in terms to him, so like he doesn't even know. He doesn't know what's real. He wants to kill that demon, and then it becomes his roommate. But is that? But then again, you gotta think about it. Maybe the demon just put him in, put himself over the roommate because he wants him to kill somebody. Yep. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you're gonna kill me," and then he's gonna kill his roommate. So it's kind and of fun. Kira, Kira had to even go to the extremes of not him with, the with the lamp. Is that really the extreme you gotta go to? The lamp. That I, I mean, think, you gotta I think, knock him out, and if you're that's glass, you might get some cuts. Well, I think she needed to stop him. I, I, I either that or if you need to stop somebody. Murdered. There's a lamp. Do you take the lamp over the head? No. No, probably just punches right in the back of the skull. <laughs> you know what it I was do? over the back of the head. I do roundhouse kicks. You see the way I kick my legs? Oh, no, I got the like skills. a rocket right there. I, but I think it's you know at the beginning of the series we were like, hey, if that demon's real, I'm not gonna be into this thing. And then we were like, oh, it's in his head. That's cool. And now it's like, oh, is he real or is he not? I like that that they're now being like he's so out of it and doesn't know what's real and what's not that. And we're we obviously we're seeing this from his perspective, from his narration. He's and we don't know either. Hmm. And that's a really interesting part of the story, especially how things play out. Like it, like all these uh, parts of the story. Like, is he killing the uh, demon, or is he killing his roommate, or is that the demon actually here in his roommate? You know what I mean? Like all these aspects. Now you yeah. have to double think and be like, you're basically being him. Be like, is this real or is this not real? And yeah. then that's I mean, you're physically not physically, but. You're like thinking about situations the same way he is. And I think that's a great part of Ed Rubiker's writing is that you're not being like passive about it. Like at least when I read it, I'm like, is this a demon or is this him? And that's literally how Dylan's feeling in that moment. And I think that's great because you're like going through the whole issue and you kind of feel like a little agitated when you're reading it being like, fuck, is this guy real? Like, is it real? Yeah. And like during that fight scene too, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? There's like so much evidence that points to him being real, but obviously, you know, that's how much you get sucked into the story. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you don't get, I mean, when I've like me in scary movies, I jump so easily because I get in, like I get sucked in right away. It's like that demon. And, you know, we got the cliffhanger of last issue for 14 was that the demon took over Kira's face. And so I like that Marvin pointed out that like, or was it you that the demon took over Ethan, like went over Ethan. And so Ethan, Ethan. Mason, 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 whatever. Like, who the it. fuck is Ethan? I don't know. <laughs> Mason. Um, Tom but like, Mason I feel Bush. like, you know, the demons like harassing him so much that you're right. He's going to snap. Like he did snap on Mason, but that he's going to snap so much that maybe he's going to kill Kira. He's going to fuck up his whole life because he can't deal with the pressure that this demon is bringing down on him. I, I love you're looking at a couple pages that I, I love the conversation where I was going to say the, one of the best things in this book is they're in the circle and he finally decides, hey, I'm going to tell them what's going on. Tells them full out. I see a demon. He doesn't have to kill people. I've been killing people. I'm the vigilante that's been killing people with the red mask. 
And uh, this bottom right panel of Dylan, I was just like, this fuck, I'm scared of this guy now. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy. He looks, well, his he looks, doctor was like, nah, it can't be you. He then, looks yeah, he old starts, in this issue. Yeah, it's taking a lot out of him. Yeah. And then, yeah, right, next page, turn it. His doctor starts laughing. He goes, I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry uh, for laughing, but that was unprofessional. He goes, what do you, he goes, but if you don't want to participate, you don't have to. He's like, what are you talking about? He says, obviously, it's a made-up story. He goes, why? He goes, well, why have you been in here for the last couple of weeks? I don't have to kill three more people last night. It's been all over the news, and Dylan's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I am so enticed. Cool I am so Copycat enticed by killer. this book. I love that, and I feel like the demon is gonna be like, "You're gonna let someone else take up your mantle and and do this." And so I think he's up for it, blood now. Yeah, it's like Dylan's gonna go find this impossible. I find it interesting because it, it could go a number of ways. Copycat killer. It could be the Russians trying to draw him out, being like, "Who's taking over as me?" Uh, or, like once again. Did this even happen? Like, is this all yeah. Dylan's head? Is the demon fucking with it? You don't know. Like, that's what I think. Like, it's everything, every situation in this book is so, you feel the frustration of Dylan being like, what, what's fucking, I don't know what's real. And, and also like situations like that pop up and you're like, you never feel safe for him. Because now it's like, oh, what's he going to, like you said, what's he going to do? Is he going to go after that guy? And, you know, obviously we've seen him in situations where he can fight off, you know, the Russian stuff like that. But I don't know if like, is he is he mentally able right now to go fight a copycat killer? I don't know. Probably not. And that's what's going to be so exciting about that next issue is uh, there's. I love this series. So there's going to be more casualties than just that imposter. That's for I sure. I love this book so much. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. It, it inspired me based off this book and the back matter to buy fade out today. I bought all 12 You're the back matter where he's like, it's not going to be yeah. directly, but there'll be a character that's in this. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, just like after reading this book itself, like the content within the cover, like cover to cover, I was like, it's I good. need more Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It, and Elizabeth but it's just like criminal, criminal. You could read one of them and be like, oh, they're all individual, but there's some characters that cross over. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it's all the same world. That's so, one of those, that's the series I need to finish is getting all the criminal stuff. Yeah, I'm missing one, but otherwise I got them all. Did you read that uh, one shot that came out? The, yeah, that was yeah the one that you got, you got the oversized. Wolf Boy? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. At this team, like I said, anything they do, even this, I don't know how long this book goes. They haven't mentioned yet. He has, he would have told us in the back pages if he had a, he has an end in place, I think he said at one point, but he doesn't know how long it's going to be. But this is amazing. I don't want it ever to end, but obviously it has to. So like, I don't want it to be dragged out. But I hope this team does fucking comics as long as they can. Like anything they do. Is always great. So. I feel like with this momentum, they're going to be working together for life. Like that's with all the material they've produced. This is a, a Mark Wade, Chris Samney team mm-hmm. where anything they write, it could literally be shit. <laughs> and I would get this book. You know what made me uh, ex- excited for that movie was him talking about it at the end. Yeah. Being like they liked it and they let him pick the screenwriter. And they let him yeah, pick. Because we had our doubts about doing it as a movie. And he's like really movie. involved in it. So yeah, yeah do it. He said he's, he wouldn't have said okay if he didn't feel like it was right. He said he felt like they had the voice for it and it felt like it was right. So now they're writing the screenplay. So we'll see. If So if Ed Brubaker's involved, we had, a, we had a, a question of whether or not it would tell the whole story. If Ed's involved, obviously, he knows what the whole story is. So yeah. he'll be able to tell them and then maybe they'll condense it. To so movie. probably we'll get the conclusion before that movie ever comes out, I would think. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would hope. But Otherwise, there's going to be sequels to that movie. I say, I think if, if depending on how long the book runs, you don't want to have to have a sequel. Otherwise, you just ruin. No one's going to buy your comic book. We already know what's going to happen, unless he decides to change it. 
from but, TV. But there's different ways to show time moving on and things like that. I mean, I've seen movies. I mean, you can think of like Shutter Island or other movies where you're you're getting crazy as the movie gets on, but the whole time they are crazy. They can make time pass easy in a, in a moment. Like you can go through 16 years, you know, yeah. showing what's been happening. So, I mean, I feel like you can fit it into our movie if it's done right. And that's why they, it's good. They picked a good screenwriter because otherwise, yeah, it'll need a sequel. Um, I, we didn't mention it, but I think it goes without saying, cause I mentioned how the team's awesome. Art in this issue is amazing. So oh, yeah. it always is. I mean, just assume just like saga. 10 Gold out of 10 standard. on the yard, yeah. so. I, This issue was a 10 for me. This was my pick this week. This was so fucking good. I love this book so I much. gave it a 9. I, I, was, I, I give it a 10, but actually there's one other book that we read that I actually really enjoyed. So. A kill or Kill, like I said, three trades are out in one issue. That's all you need to catch up. Three trades in one issue. The trades, the first one's probably like, what, 10 bucks? And then 15? Yeah. So literally four. And the third one just went on Hoopla. Um, you can read on Hoopla if you want to. If you want to own them, you literally for like forty-four bucks, you can be caught up on uh, Killer Be Killed. And um, oh, by the way, this may be the, this is the best cover of Killer Be Killed. They're I've all seen. great covers, yeah. yeah they're they're, all, they're awesome. all great, but this one has not. It's not all black in the background, yeah. And that's what I really. No, I'm like. just saying that Sean Phelps kills it every time. Oh yeah, that dude knows what he's doing. Sean A boy, mm-hmm. Alex Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we got. You know the sad thing? I never actually know the numbers until I have to look at it. So we got Doctor Strange number 384, written by Donnie Cates, art by Gabriel, yeah, Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Donnie boy. Um, I loved this issue a lot. It was fun. It was a good issue. I uh, I think part of it is that Walta's art is just looks so good. And every time I look at it, I realize it's going to remind me of Vision. But it still has that little bit of... I feel the Doctor Strange. I feel the magic. Uh, but I also... I feel that vision. I feel that almost like real tie to something. Um, I do like this issue a lot too. Hey, buddy, the return of the century. Yep. Uh, last couple of issues we haven't talked about Doctor Strange in a while, so Century's back, and he was like, "Hey, buddy, but I got the void. He might come back." He's like, "No, I took care of that." He's like, "You don't know though. He might come back." See, I know nothing about that storyline. So. I don't know about that. I just knew that in um, New Event or was it? Game was New Avengers. Dark Event. Well, was the in Dark, Dark Avengers. Avengers. He's in it too. He's the bad guy. That whole thing. Yeah. Um, the Void basically, uh, here's the uh, 101 on Century, Quick Century uh, history. Marvel Comics made a big publicity saying, saying hey, there's a character we found in Stanley's uh, notes was never released. And so we're going to bring him into comics. It became Century. And he's basically Superman for Marvel before, I mean, there is Hyperion, but he's, you know, Superman basically. And uh, he has this darkness inside him. He tries to fight all the time. It's called the Void, where he turns bad. Just like you said, he was in Dark Avengers. He was bad. So he's like Superman, but he has this darkness inside of him. If it gets, if it takes him over, then he becomes bad and evil. Uh, became bad, and he died. It's, I forget how he died, but a while back, long time ago, way long time ago, probably like seven years ago. Um, maybe seven years, maybe I better. But turns out also that thing about him being Stanley's notes. Not true, <laughs> but oh yeah, do they do up. that to make it sell? Yeah, to make oh. it sell. Oh yeah, Marvel. Because oh. you know why? You know, somebody I was watching this interview with him one time, and the interview was like, "How amazing must it feel? A character you made so long ago, the century, finally is realized and is in comics." And Stanley was like, "What century?" Like, oh god! Like nobody prepped him on that fucking question. Well, he's old, so he could That's be true. just he asking could what be. century we're in. He could be. But anyways, uh, Century's back, and obviously Doctor Strange did take care of the Void. Sure did. But 
Now he's like, hey, let this void out. I'm going to fight Loki. Knock, knock, knock. Nice well, I, li- I like the buildup from the last issue, or was it this issue, when he gets to be uh, the god of magic. I love that. It comes back. I mean, the god of the tree of life? Tree yeah. of life, yeah. You, you well, I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the world tree. Yeah. yeah, but I assume he made it seem like he was like the god of magic. I was like, well, that's, that's that is sick. clever. Uh, kind of looked like Jesus with a stick. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so then when they end up, Loki and him do start duking it out, and Zelma comes over and uses a, a spell that you learned in the Oath. Yeah. Haven't read the Oath, so I didn't know there was you a magic spell like that. It. BKV, you don't read it? No. It's no. so good. No, can't find so anyway, for three minutes they are now on even playing field, supposedly, and then uh, we they find can't out. use magic. But Loki still, but Loki still a god with strength, shit. so punches him through a wall. And Thor that's style, like from Avengers, just side, side punches. Uh, yeah, him. I think that was intentional. Yeah, I think that's the joke. Or but, Hulk style. Well, yeah. wasn't was it this one or was it the issue before where we're using? Uh, See, that's the thing guns. I'm going to struggle with because I read four issues back to back. So I'm not sure using what using the guns from Right in Iraq, the machine guns. The assault rifles. Uh, I don't know. That must have been, been two issues before. Yeah, or issue before. A while ago. Okay, because if you don't remember, that's. I remember, but I'm not sure what issue it was. I read, like I said. Yeah. Read three, no three back to back. So. I really did enjoy Walta's art. I, you know what I enjoy, and I'm kind of want to be like, hey, Walta, it's fine. You can do it. His flashback art, I think, is way better than his current day current day art. Like when he does the flashback art, I'm like, man, this is a good style. I like the style for this book for Doctor Strange. And then he goes to current day. Like that current day worked with uh, Vision because it humanized those characters who are supposed to be symbiotic uh, robots. But for this, I kind of feel like he should do that uh, flashback style. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. I think Walta's great at drawing comedy too. Like yeah. Comedic moments. Like the whole time there'd be like little scenes like I'd see with like Wong and Sentry, like Wong's channeling Sentry to strengthen Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I just like looked at it and I just like started laughing. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, man. Sentry's really strong. So that's why he's like, man, he's going he's gonna to take a lot out of you. And he's like, well, wake me up when, yeah, yeah, wake me up when you're done. Yeah. That so, was cool. That was fun. Um, not really in this issue, but in this issue's prior, I do like Waltz's art also when he's drawing that dog. He's yeah. really good about that. I really enjoyed I wish that, that dog, dog lasted longer. Dude, yeah. I, that two issues ago, I, I know. I felt tonight. Sad. I could have cried. That was the closest to crying in a long time reading a book. It reminded me a lot of uh, the Astral City arc that we oh, just read. That was really oh man, balls. It was almost the same thing. You think Marley and me is sad? Wait till you get to the end of that Astral <laughs> City arc. You're just like, but um, when you said you really enjoy the kind of magic in this, just that when he was the god of magic. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I think it's here's the thing: the strange in this, I really do like. I think this is a strange that I like. I really did enjoy, like I said before earlier in the show, Jason Aaron's strange. And I really do like, like it's fucking crazy. They're like, like you said, God of magic. He goes up to the world tree, sacrifices the dog that's already dead. But, uh, and to get the power, he's going, he fucking lifts the house and like, uh, blows it up. There's a lot of different dimensions they go to. I'm not sure if it's this issue or the last one where they go and they turn everything to bunnies. He does. Yep. Goes to the demonic realm and then turn all the rabbits. It's crazy. And that's what I need from Doctor Strange. I like just balls to the wall. Like craziness. What was that room they went through where there's, I was trying to figure out what they had, the monster slippers and like, uh, do it. Oh, we don't have, was that this issue? I think it was when they were, him and Loki were jumping around fighting. Yeah. Yeah. They go through some room where there's I like was last monster slippers. No, cause they didn't meet each other until this issue. Oh, okay. Maybe then that bunny thing was this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I just want to, I thought they were like paying homage to some character that just doesn't happen to be in that room at the moment. I want to know who that is. But I do I like think it. also, 
Jason and her trying to make uh, Doctor Strange funny, and I was fun and annoying, and it felt like a hundred percent like Tony Stark kind of jokes. Yeah, uh, he's funny in this, but it's not, it doesn't feel forced. I do like him in this, like his comedy in this book. It's kind of like the oh fuck funny, like he's just like happenstance, like he's comedic. Kind of, well, it's but it's almost just yeah, it's in the 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 moment of oh, balls type right. of thing. Yeah, <coughs> that's, that's what I was gonna say, like. In this, it feels like he knows when to be funny, like when it's when it's appropriate. Yeah. And Jason Aaron, he was just funny all the time. He's just a jackass. Because this was the well, when Zama turns him back to a mortal, and then he gets punched. That was, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Where, which I know the movie, he's that fucking jackass. But yeah, I mean, before that, I've never, I've never seen him like that. Really, he was more actually. He kind of is like that in the oath a little bit. Yeah. Actually, he's more like this in the oath, where it's appropriate. So that's yeah, that is nice because I remember reading the first couple issues of Jason Aaron, and I feel like some people think just kind of like Moon Knight. If you are writing Moon Knight, you just got to be fucking crazy. No, I think you got to understand the character yeah. and realize yes, he does interact with crazy things like out of this world, different dimensions, what have you. But you got to know who he is fundamentally. And yeah, you're right. It's like it's easy to go to a Tony Stark kind of persona because everyone loves Tony Stark. But you got to differentiate Doctor Strange f- from everybody else. I feel like isn't that the default nowadays, especially for Marvel stuff? They're just like, make him like Tony Stark. Oh, that annoys Literally, me. Literally, I mean, Tony... Make him Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., not even Tony Stark, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Because Tony Stark in the comics didn't used to be like that. Robert Downey Jr. made him that person. And then, you so know, Doctor Strange... Like, the last time I read a good Tony Stark that I remember before Robert Downey Jr. is like Ultimate Iron Man by Mark Miller. Yeah. Like that, where he's more interested in the science and not about being funny they make everybody like that now like so you have uh those two i'm trying to think hawkeye a little bit gets like that and then somebody recently they're oh iron fist they make they all make them like the jokey kind of like yeah well they're trying to make everybody um, deadpool well yeah I mean, this issue was great. I like this issue. I did. It's a nine. I yep. actually, I really enjoyed this. This new the whole arc legacy like, has yeah. been great. This so. whole legacy, like I said in the forecast, uh, go back and get it. It's been great so far. Yeah. Donny Cates, I, I think, give it is nine. the perfect person to write this book. I also give it a nine. This is this is uh, reading this made me excited to, that Thanos is coming out. Not I don't remember which week, but those Thanos books are so good. Thanos is a better book than this book, but uh, they're both good. Yes, it's like if it's like if I'm saying, hey, this. This one, uh, that book's a 10. This book's a 9. Yep, also, it. hey, also, here we go. There's a crossover coming, Damnation, coming up. I think I'm going to get it. I'm definitely getting it because I'm reading good. that Spirits of Vengeance, and that's been awesome. And it, all those it's only like four this. issues, and it's Sonny Cates and um, who's doing that? Sonny Cates and Al, I think. You there's and? some maybe that are writing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer. So, so there's three different writers, but there's some different artists. Don't shake too. your head like you don't like Secret the Empire. fix. I've, I'm not even caught up on the fix. Is that out? What are you talking about? Well, issue 10 or 9 came out a couple weeks ago. What? I, I haven't read it. Dude, Did we talked it? about it on the forecast. I don't know what I talk about on the show. I didn't even talk about 10 minutes ago. Ask me. I don't know. <laughs> that does It does come out very slowly now. Like, what does Nick Spencer do? Well, he's been too busy doing Secret Empire. This, I guess. Yeah, yeah I understand close. why the fix was off. There is Wait. a rumor also that he's taking over me Spider-Man, so maybe he's wrapping oh, up. In that. Interesting. Hmm. So we'll see. Um, last book of the night is Damage Number One, uh, written by Robert Vendetti with art by Tony S. Daniel. I think Tony they're Daniel. Both storytellers. I think yeah, they're both right. They're both storytellers. I don't know who the colors is. Um, I would say before you, those books, the new uh, the new age of hero DC books that are coming out. Uh, that I think that's a big initiative is that they're having the artist and writer like. 
both be storytellers. Yeah. Yep. So the books. Um, not overly impressed with issue one. Oh, really? I didn't think. I think it was good, not great. I so it opens up in the scene we get damaged right away, um, falling through a helicopter, out of a helicopter, yeah. and turning into damage. Like kind of like Hulk, you know, when he falls. To the, like he free falls, he turns in the hall because of the fear factor. But this was he was in that hour of right. He's gonna he, burst he's only damage. an hour, he's only damaged for an hour every day. So that's why it's like there's always leading twenty three hours to him being damaged again. Yeah. Um. You get that there's you figure out throughout the story that he was you know assigned to this program where he'd become damaged fully volunteers. Um. And now he's kind of on the run basically. Well, that's he's not. He's being trained yeah. to like, it's kind of like a point and shoot, you know, like Hulk, stupid, damage, stupid, damage. But they're trying I, to point him. But the nice thing is that doesn't, I think his name is Ethan. Ethan Avery. Yep. I think that he is still not necessarily in control, but he can still talk damage while they're right. split up. So it's kind of like Firestorm in that aspect where there's two consciences yeah. in one body, yep. um, which I thought was cool. Like, I really like that. The only thing, like for issue one, and I'm sure they're going to go back and do flashbacks about him becoming damaged or getting injected with whatever. But I don't. You don't learn anything about the main character. There was nothing for me to associate with the fact that somebody, for any god-given reason, doesn't want to be damaged. I mean, he volunteered for this fully, and like he knew the potential of what this could be. So it seems like I don't know. There's something off there in the story. I thought the art was good. Tony Daniel did great on the yes. art. Um, Although I feel like Damage has really small feet. There's that. There's like one panel where it's just his foot, where his feet are really just kind of triangular. Yeah, dude, your foot should be at least a little wide, a little longer. Not so. Here's an elephant foot. There's no right. shape to it. And he is massive. I mean, he's strong. I mean, he. Come on, let's be honest. He's basically the Hulk. Yeah. Um, and Ethan Avery's obviously like Bruce Banner, except obviously he wasn't a soldier, but. What I don't like is you don't get to connect with who the actual protagonist is. I mean, you learn little bits about him. And I think for the first ever New Age of DC Heroes, first ever spinoff, what have you, I think that's a little weak way to come out. It was very short, and when it ended, I was just like, that's it? Like, it I was, felt like I bought, I had bought in the monthly previews book, and that was the little insert that I get to read. Yeah. I think the first part... Of the book was good because I actually I did enjoy the there's no build to it other than the fact that uh, Ethan Avery was strapped down in his chair and then he damaged out right. and then he burst out of the helicopter. Right. And then so he's going to the city and is attacking, not even attacking people necessarily. He's just destroying stuff that's in his way. And then one of the other soldiers comes down in the armored suit to go fight him and Damage in all honesty was minding his own business. This guy right. came and was shooting at him. Well, he was Far- like, I should have been damaged. Yeah. I should have been damaged. Yeah, then he keeps getting reminded, I should have been damaged. Like, dude, I would have suplexed you into the concrete and been done with you. Well, that's where I'm like, where's the rest of this movie? Like, I'm yeah. missing the whole plot. Like, I get, I can figure it out, yeah. but I don't need you to hold my hand, but I want to know, like, give me at least one panel flashback of something. It reminded me of Incredible Hulk, the guy who is Abomination. Right. Wants so badly to be what the Hulk is that he goes through all this BS and then turns into this well, abomination. Yeah. And, uh, but the nice thing that damage doesn't actually kill this guy. The, uh, Ethan comes into his hand going, no, we're not, we're not killing him. 
Right. Fine. So they walk. Not doesn't say fine, but they walk off. Um, I was dis disappointed by the reveal at the end of the book on who's getting hired to hunt down damage. That pissed me off. That this, so, this book already is being sidetracked to a Suicide Squad book. Yeah. So Marvin, off in La La Land, Marvin. So basically, in this book, at the end, so there's this new captain who is like trying to control damage. So this and, is the Amanda Waller is whatever yeah. her character name is. Right. Well, Maria or Anna or whatever. Anyways, Amanda Waller comes up and is like, we're going to hunt down damage with the Suicide Squad. I'm like, seriously, you're re you're spinning off. You're doing your own new line and then you're already crutching on Suicide yep. Squad. So that was really upsetting and almost made me not want to get issue two, but the last two pages kind of were some saving grace for what happened with damage and him fall, being in the fallout of the rubble and everything. Yeah, that he's laying in a pile of... Right. Yeah. But I also didn't like... Uh, the cool concept is they're doing an hour countdown, which was always the good they were going to do for the get-go. Which I, I did appreciate that. You got to see the 59 minutes and 17 seconds. Like, oh, that's good. At least I know this this issue takes an hour. Right. But see, that's what I'm thinking. There, I think there needed to be more for this first issue. Yeah. I would have loved to see a whole hour of him as damage. And then in the future, you don't need to show me the whole hour. I just want one issue where I get to see a whole freaking hour as damage. I actually, I, you're right. I agree with that. Cause the first maybe 10 pages is within that hour. Yeah. And then he wanders off after he fights the guy. And then it's 23 hours later. Right. Oh, now we're looking for damage again. It's like, right. How can I feel that he doesn't want to put a tracker right. at him? Like how interesting would that be to be damaged for that whole hour and then see, how afraid he is of returning to that hour. Yeah. And there was just missed opportunity. And I get it, it's 299, 20 pages, 22, whatever. But the, the frame and the concept of that book should have been set up way differently. Yeah. So now that I'm talking about initially I gave it a seven, I'm giving it a six. Oh, yeah. This is, this I'm going to give it another chance. I'll get issue, issue two. two doesn't win me over, adios. But I did read the preview for Sideways at the end by Kenneth Rockford and Dan Dio. Hell yeah, I'm in. I didn't read it, but... Rockford's enough reason for me to get that book. That's, At least try that book. There's a Justin Jordan's also writing it. There in the interview, he says at the end, he's like, he's like, what's one reason to get this book in 15 uh, words or less? And Justin Jordan's like, I'll give you three. Kenneth Rockford's art. Yes. And there's a scene where it's New York. Holy cow! I that I in all honesty, I was gonna boycott getting most of these books. I was gonna get Terrifics, mm-hmm. um, but. Rockford is one of the one of the best artists that I'd seen from Marvel in uh when he was doing Ultimates because that yeah. was looks so good. As long as these teams can stay on the book, excluding damage right now, I right. will continue to get th- I would get those books. Yeah, so damage I I have hope for, but not a great start and doesn't get me excited. Like I think the pacing with metal being pushed back and like it just doesn't seem like it seems like this book came out in the midst of so many other great books. That this one just got trampled over. Yeah. So it's like another. It's like a kids movie trying to come out on um, the day of Star Wars or like a yeah. biopic. There's well, no way in hell. It'd be, it'd it'd be like cover. Justice League coming out on uh, Avengers when yeah. Avengers Infinity came out. There's no way anyone's going to go see Justice League. Exactly. Um, now I mentioned earlier in the show that I had another book that was even better than uh, Killer Be Killed, but it's not a book that I read for this week. It was number thirty six in Nightwing. Okay. So I just want to let you know, there was an end to that story. It's just uh, not a book that... I was say, because when we got to this point, I was like, damage? Really? No, like, this God, better no. not be. No. So. And it wasn't It wasn't uh, Doctor Strange. It was 36 of Nightwing. I was like, oh, that book hey, is so good. 
What? Um, yeah, basically, I feel like we're missing the origin issue. I think we're missing issue one, and I know that oh, comic oh, companies for damage. For damage. Yeah. So many people are like worried about retelling an origin, but it's like this is the first debut of this character. I'd say, well, we can handle an origin. Being an okay. original character, I don't mind. Right. Having you know, like the cold bit. open though, they'll give you an origin mm-hmm. eventually. Exactly, but they didn't even give me a taste. They just told me the guy's name. That's all I got. Got for issue one. Not even a like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's just like, just hide. Don't get But is found. an issue one necessarily always have to be an origin issue? Of every single comic ever, yeah. I don't think so. Most of them. But for this. Not really. Well, I mean, okay, like Black Science. That first issue wasn't even an origin issue. It was in the midst of a battle or yeah. midst of him running around. Killer Be Killed, the first issue. I know, but those are all image series. This is a superhero series. But I get that. But this—I mean, but this is a new hero that you don't know. I mean, you obviously know that he's like the Hulk, but you're just assuming things. But and I yes, mean, they don't have to tell you everything. But we should have gotten more to the because it's just a blank story. You have nothing to you have nothing to grab on. But you're saying that based on one issue. I'm saying maybe like they're gonna tell you it eventually. I know that's why I'm gonna give issue two a chance. But I think when you go in to read a book, if issue one doesn't grab you, what have we have what have we always said? If issue one doesn't grab you into issue two, what's the point? Give it the arc. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. right. Uh, on, Marvin's not the one to yeah, live by the arc. By the way, I uh, thanks to word you guys said. I only heard Alex that he kind of enjoyed it. The only, you know what? Honestly, I would have enjoyed it more if the Suicide Squad was not the first option. Yeah, I don't. And I, I mean, I don't want got, any team. You guys said that too late because uh, when you said I was spacing off, I actually was downloading the issue and I, I was reading it. Uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned. Did you mention the art? It's By great. Tony Daniel, yeah, the art's really good. The, the panel work is great. The animal art. I was just looking. I was just flipping through here quick, just looking at it. And like you said, the time uh, aspect of it, that's great. The whole thing looks great. And if anything, I would say would you get this book for the art, which I've said this whole line is mainly about the art. I saw uh, you literally do ten swipes and the book's over. Like, yeah, it's, I don't really. But that's uh, wow. Because my, I think for me, it's one of those. I don't want the. I'm still because I really am upset about the Suicide Squad. I mean, let me tell you this. Uh, I read half the book while you guys were talking uh, and enjoyed it. So I'm not sure about the rest, but we'll see. Yeah, the first half. Yeah, the best when, part yeah. Of that when it's actually damaged and they're doing the countdown, it is really good. Yeah. And that art is superb. It's the that little bit after you get him dialing down. It's it's and future it's, dream sequence of Civil War Two. Kinda. Where it's, it's like it's, who gives a shit, but this is what we want. Yep. Uh by the way, also I love I like the coloring in this issue. Uh Tome Moray. Good. And Danny Mankey on color on inks. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Looks good. I mean if anything Yeah, they it looks good. That's what's keeping me on this. If anything they accomplished their goal of uh, having a guard like we that's the whole thing, part of this whole thing is great artists, so plus one on that. So Yeah. We'll see. But I I do see what you mean that for you to become invested into something, for the first issue to be mainly a fight, for you to be like, am I going to get second? Because then you feel like you're getting roped in. Well, I have to get the second one because the first one was just a fight. Like, I, I didn't learn anything. Right. And I think that's what you're trying to, like, you don't, you'll. It's like, I, I could have read the preview book and then I could skip this issue and get into it. <laughs> but my concern for issue two is going to be, it's going to be a fight. Is that it's going to be Suicide Squad hunting him down? Well, that's what this. They're going to show up in the wrong time. He's going to damage out, and he's going to beat the shit out of him. And of course, there's not going to be any stakes because he's not actually going to get to kill anybody. That's what I'm. That's why I'm not liking already. That I thought they were going to be standing on their own and maybe run into other characters like way yep. later. Not now. Not first issue. Yeah, that kind of concerns me with the rest of the books. I mean, I understand that they got to shut. They got to find him, but then don't make him in the first place if you're going to find right. this guy who you can't control. 
which yeah. obviously should have crossed their minds. If anything, don't have the Suicide Squad go in after him. Bring back a new group. I mean, not a new group, but bring back an old group. Like you're introducing. I was thinking bring the Blackhawks in. Well, I was going to say uh, Secret Six. Well, oh. they're also doing the new challenders. That would be the perfect way to segue I mean, them into the book. There's a lot of stuff from these that are bringing back old characters. Uh, Secret Six, uh, Blackhawks, uh, Challengers, somebody. Rather than um, Suicide Squad, like you said, it does feel like a crutch at this point. So yeah. it's just one of those things hey, that... You get the movie coming out. You got to promote it. I get that. Oh. But it's just one of those things that you bring in a team that you're never going to let anything bad happen to them. Other than you may kill Boomerang off one more time, but you brought him back once already. So well, what's Grundy, the big deal? Dead. Well, they're going to suplex Grundy into the ground. He'll die, then come back on a Monday. It's just kind of bitter in my mouth because I was super excited for this yep. new universe, and I feel let down right off the get-go. And it seemed like the smoke but is billowing. Think about it, though. Robert Vendetti's been good on Hal Jordan. Maybe you give him a second yeah. chance. I will give him another chance. On I'm going to give him another chance for sure. But the Wicked Case, when I, I mean, I can't compare those two books because when I read Hal Jordan, that rebirth issue, my mind was blown. This was, I was like, yeah, the art is fantastic. But you're talking about a person, and I know you didn't read it, but New 52, Robert Vendetti wrote that whole run in New 52. Oh, really? And uh, so... Of Green Lantern? Yeah. And that was bad. It wasn't that great. But so for him, I believe that first issue, he had to prove himself. He'd be like, I can do this. Oh, guys. for Hal Jordan? For Hal Jordan. Okay. He's like, I guys, I can't do this. I just was being held back by something. And you've had to do, I think, the editors. Uh, this may be, I think, I feel like this, and you said that the Tony Daniel and Robert Daniel are both credited as storytellers. Story it might be they're both leaning hard on the art aspect of it. Which, and which is generally something I support 100%. And this is not necessarily the best I've seen Tony Daniel art, but it is one of the better ones. I'm not yeah. saying necessarily that I disagree with anything you guys said. I do, like I said, I went through I, half the issue. Right. Guys talking, I know you so like disagreeing with people. I'm just, just saying to them about it. That uh, maybe there's a reason, and hopefully, rather than he proves it, second. Oh, you know, that, so far with that half issue, I liked it. So right, and it's just yeah, there's just some plot holes, and like I just I'm looking at the hit, the issue as a single issue. Like if that was the end of that series right there. Not impressed in the slightest. I mean, that would never happen on an issue, so I can't say that. Sometimes but if happens. you were reading a previous book with all of them in it, and you read that, like if let's say let's say for instance they give you, a, I don't know, they, they never would, but they previewed the end of that issue, you'd probably be like, oh, I don't need to read this because you see Suicide Squad and be like, come out. Exactly. I never would have gotten it if I knew Suicide Squad was in it to be initially. Deadshot, you like him? That is the comic books for uh, one seventeen twenty eighteen. Like I said, one seventeen eighteen. Uh, Days of Hate, number one, uh, chapter one of 12. Nightwing, number 37. Uh, Mighty Thor, 703. Killer Be Killed, number uh, 15. Damage, number one. And Doctor Strange, 683. 384. <laughs> what? 683, what the fuck? Uh, what is, is Thor 683? Oh, no. I don't know what I'm thinking about. You sure? Yes. No. Is that one of the oh, answers? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, don't look at this. <laughs> Supercon, 2018. The Return of the Con. September 28th, 29th, and 30th. Featuring guests like Tony Fleece, Shay Fontana, Science Steve, and brought to you by Wednesday Comics, Phil Hester. Phil Hester is an Eisner Award-winning comic book artist. Phil is from Iowa. He's known for his uh, runs on Nightwing, The Flash, Season Zero, Teen Titans, and many more. He's currently drawing Batman Beyond for DC and Shipwreck for Aftershock. Wednesday Comics is proud to present Phil Hester at Supercon. Go to supercon.com for more information. 
Uh, moving on, we're going to play a little game that I made up. It's called This or That. That sounds like it's familiar, too. Is that the name of something? Am I ripping off somebody? There's all that. I mean, I am ripping off somebody, but still. How this works is that <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> these are hypotheticals. We're going to go to Alex. Give him a hypothetical. He answers. Obviously, you can just, you can ask me any questions you want. We discuss it. Uh, you pick a side. You pick something that, and you tell me why. You tell everybody why that's listening. And then next question goes to Garrett. Obviously, this is we're so it's just specific to you. We're not even competing. It's just no, there's no competition. We're just uh, having some fun here. Okay, just kicking the can. It's, uh, to name it a game, like I said before, you guys came. It's not really a game. It's more uh, uh, getting to know us. Uh, getting to know you. Hey, our table's crooked and it's bugging the shit out of me. What do you mean? Maybe you're just crooked because I feel. I don't set that table, so I'm not sure. First question, Alex. Here we go. Hypothetical. Would you rather be uh, Superman or Batman? Ooh, that, you know, I think I always say Batman, but he goes through a lot of shit. Gets his back broken. Uh, parents are dead. I think in all honesty, if I was to choose one of those characters, it would be Superman. I think to know that I can fly, I would love to fly. Uh, I, in all honesty, may use my powers for evil from time to time. At least Whoa. anti-hero. Uh but I think Superman would you spin around the uh, Earth like three to seven times to turn back time? Um, who wouldn't? For evil, for evil. Okay, Lex. I think I would. I think being Superman would be one of the best powers to have. Yes, I'd be overpowered. Sure, I'm allergic to a rock. Score. Nothing can kill me. Before I uh, lock in your answer, he isn't. Uh, the world doesn't turn, and that's not why the time goes back. He just goes faster than light. And so that's why he goes back in time. Why is the earth spinning? Because if you're showing time going back, the earth's going to spin back. But he's not spinning the earth. Oh. If you ever listen to the commentary, I thought you're a Superman fan. Guess not. Are you sure that's yeah. legit? Because I thought he was doing it around. Dick Donner says he, he goes faster than light. That's the reason why he goes back. But in time. It only makes There's sense. No Otherwise, he just push the world back. I'll send you an interview. I'll send you an interview. Oh, well. uh, you said Superman? Yes. You're locking it in? Yep. Uh, it turns out if you're Superman, actually, uh, you're weak because you got a kryptonite necklace on your neck and you're locked in a basement. So good luck there. So you didn't ask all the questions. I can, you got to you gotta ask all these questions. I'm open for questions and you didn't. So that's, yeah, you're right. I'm going to hate this. You game. are Superman, but you're weak in a basement with a kryptonite necklace. So good luck. Check it out. Batman's an old man and his legs are broken because Bane broke if his back. If you had back. picked Batman, uh, you live in a post-apocalyptic world and nobody's still alive. So, so you're by yourself. <laughs> so there's no one to punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's his game, Alex. Already good choice, though. I mean, you get a chance to get out if you can rip off the necklace. Probably can't, but that reminds me of Project S. That's what kind of you're kind of like down there. You're skinny. You need the sun. You're in the basement, though. You can't get sun. What? What's the flashpoint? Oh, Scott Snyder's first DC book, I believe. Uh, Garrett, here we go. Would you rather have magic or be a god? Would you rather have magic? Which or be a trap. God? What kind of god would I be? Buddy, he knows what's up. You'd be the god. Well, yeah, no, fuck he knows what's up. <laughs> no, but he knows the exact question. That's the exact question to ask because you'd be the god of forgetfulness. So you always forget that you're a god. So you never be able to use your powers because you forget. Well, so you'd be Marvin. What kind of magic would I be using? Or what would be my source of my magic? The source of your magic? Yeah. Uh, you just naturally have magic. Well, magic, obviously. Is that going to be yours? Locking yeah, in? it's got to be. So why would I 
Then the other one I just forget. All right, you naturally have magic, but uh, you cannot use it on your own. You only grant you only can grant wishes, so you have to use it if somebody else tells you to. You can You're never cheesy. use it for yourself. But I can coerce people to make wishes for my benefit, even though like you second party. No, that's not allowed. You're a genie. You're a genie, genie style. Yeah, so maybe so I'll find no, my Aladdin. No freedom. You gonna find your Aladdin? Yeah, and I'll fucking free my jeans. You should dress up as a genie. What does that mean? Just, just saying, you look like a genie. Uh, Alex, I know what means. Alex, would you rather be rich in Gotham or be happy in Smallville? Ooh. Would you rather be rich in Gotham or happy in Smallville? How rich? And what does rich mean in Gotham? Everybody would know you're the richest man in Gotham. Mm. Bruce Wayne looks up to you. Basically, I wish I had that money. <laughs> I don't know. Gives a shit about Smallville. Um, let me go. I'm going to go rich in Gotham. Hmm. He's going to be rich in Gotham. Uh, every day you get kidnapped by a villain because they want your money. So live that life. But yeah, I'm Superman. I'm already <laughs> chained up downstairs to that. These are separate. You're not Superman anymore. Oh, I see. You're just rich mm-hmm. in Gotham. Oh. By the way, if you had picked uh, um, Smallville. Happy in Smallville. Happy in Smallville. What I mean by that is you're happy in Smallville because you uh, sing happy, the song Happy on a Loop. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this other one's at least a better option. <laughs> I mean, you're rich, but obviously every day is a nuisance because you get a cat. I mean, are you, I'm saying you're getting hurt or you're dying. Obviously, Batman just, saves your ass, but every day you one get of those days. So I'm not even you It's just an annoyance at this point. It's not even that you're afraid you're going to get hurt. You're like, fuck Two-Face again. Here we go. Maybe you can hire hey, a stroke to protect you. <laughs> you yeah, there. buddy. There you go. Think of it. Think outside the box. Okay. Uh, Garrett, would you rather be Green Arrow or Green Lantern? Oh, All the ladies I'd get is green arrow. <laughs> um, so, what happens if I pick green, arrow, green lantern? I don't think you what can do you mean told, what be told the answer. I know. <laughs> more specific. I need more specific question. Well, I need more specific information. Ask any. You got. You got the. So one. I want to be. Do I want to be green? Would I rather be green arrow or green lantern? Is does my ring work? Yes, your ring works. Am I able to make constructs? Yes. Does it cost me? Does it make me weak to you to make these constructs? No, standard Green Lantern ring. Is all my family dead? No, all alive. <laughs> <laughs> they're all alive and well. Um, is the planet Earth still in existence? Still in existence. Do I not get to be on planet Earth because I'm a Green Lantern? What sector are you in? What sec? Ooh, what sector would I be in? Well, you're assigned to the... You're 21... Eight, yeah. 2814? Yeah. You're assigned to the Earth sector. Is it currently now? Is it like the current day? Yeah. You mean, is it like 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Am I the only Green Lantern? No, there's other Green Lanterns. What's this fucking loophole going to be? Yeah, so I don't know. The, so I need a choice. It. I'm just going to lock it in. Green Lantern. He's going to be Green Lantern... Uh, uh, I guess I have uh, one arm and three stumps. <laughs> Your uh, first day in the job, first day in the job, you make a construct and run into another uh, planet and you die. Oh. Right. <laughs> Space crash. You're an idiot. Who was the Green Arrow? It's when you first drive a car. You didn't ask if you were good at being a Green Lantern. That was the question you should (laughs) ask. That's a hard question to ask. You just assume that your willpower is good. If you pick Green Arrow, uh, you're stuck in that island for the rest of your life. So. Alex. That may not be horrible. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. He figured it out. Alex, would you rather be Beast Boy or Beast? Oof. (laughs) Am I Blue Beast or am I Human Beast? 
boobies. Okay. Um, am I smart, Beast? Yeah, smart. Okay. As Beast Boy, do I, when I come out of the transformation, am I wearing clothes or do I lose my clothes as a human? No, you have clothes. So. Okay. Am I green? Yeah, you're green. Okay. Am I a smart Beast Boy <laughs> or am I stupid? Dumb. I'm dumb? Dumb Beast Boy. Okay. So I'm going to turn into stupid monsters, animals that get stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn into an ant and get eaten. Um, you can turn into any animal you want. You're not just underneath the dumb yeah, animals. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see what I'm the telling you. That's a good question to ask. Nope. I can turn into anything? You can turn into I'm any, stupid, any animal. But you're, you're a little dumb. Not yeah. really dumb. Which means I can eat me. Yeah, you're dumb. Never mind. Okay. Um, you're not dumb with your powers, though. You're just dumb. Oh, okay. You're just a beast boy. Mentally, I'm stupid. Yeah. Okay. Beast boy dumb. Because beast boy is stupid. Yeah. Okay. Your standard beast boy. <laughs> Your standard beast boy. Can I turn into any animal? Or does it have to be scientifically proven animals? I can't turn into a dragon. No, you can turn into a dragon. Okay. I believe I've seen him turn into a dragon. Okay. Uh, so far, beast boy. I'm going to lock in a beast boy. You're going to lock in a beast boy. Yeah. Um, You're actually a cartoon in uh, T-Titans Go. You're that beast boy, so. You're stuck in I don't the mind that. That's, that's not bad. I like. I like. Hey, eat as much pizza as you want and be the same size yep. afterwards. Uh, if you had picked, you wanted to be beasts. Uh, you're actually Kelsey Grammer. So you're actually Kelsey actually Grammer. those are both pretty good. You're options. Actually, Kelsey Grammer dressed as beasts. So. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm not actually beasts. <laughs> you're not actually beasts. You're Kelsey Grammer dressed up as beast, and that's still not too bad. That's how you live your life. Like he, you don't take the makeup off. You just go. Can you imagine showing that's, up? Would people go crazy and be like, what the fuck's this guy's deal? Or would they be like, hey, that's Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Uh, Garrett, here we go. Would you rather be Captain America or Captain Marvel? Ooh. Which Captain Marvel? Perfect question to ask. Uh, you're both on the same time. You have a split personality. So I'd be female and male. <laughs> mm. that, was, that was the caveat for that one. You got um, it. Am I Steve Rogers, Captain America? Yes. Um, am I stuck in the past? That is the caveat. You're lost in time. You got both. Let's say you're you're old man. You got both of them. Either you're Captain America, lost am I in time. Old man, or am I? I'm frozen no. right now. You're lost in time. Oh, you said oh in the past. I mean, am I am I? Is it pre me getting ice cubed, or is it mm. post me getting ice cubed? Clarify. So I don't know how to clarify. No, it's, do it's I get neither. through? It's neither. You're lost in time. So it's you're not just, all over the time. Stream. You're lost in time. So is, it like, lost? is it like Legends of Tomorrow? Did you ever read that story when you got lost in time? Basically, he no. he shows up in like a time period for like an hour each, and he and he like shows up a different. So you're flashing throughout time. Captain America lost in time, absolutely. Okay, agreed. Because like, if I'm gonna live a life, I might as well be able to see everything. You want to be a split no. personality? No. Okay, those were. Uh, Although to be fair, uh, when he splits personality, does he get her boobs? <laughs> um, he, he might, I don't want to be that crazy. I he's mean, he might enjoy he's just that. mentally. Mentally. Oh, I see. He's mentally. I, I, I see that. Civil War too. No way would I want to be Captain yeah. Marvel female. Um, physically, he looks like a Marvel comic. He looks like the logo. <coughs> Who does? <laughs> you. You. Uh, here's legit questions. Those were all jokey jokey. Now we're going to go legit. I got two legit questions for each uh-huh. year. Where you actually, there's no caveats. Oh, there's no. Don't worry about it. There's no loopholes. There's no loopholes. <laughs> You're dead. But, <laughs> I'm Beast Boy turned into a deer got hit by a car. <laughs> but I feel like. You're ground beef. <laughs> but I feel like uh, there's good conversation to come out of here. So, Alex. Yeah. You're you. You're nobody else but Alex Strong. Uh it's this world. Real world. Okay. Earth Prime. Who Got would it. you rather fight? Joker or Razagul? Oh shit. 
in you? Like they show up at your, at your house. What do you do? Oh, which one do you rather fight? I, I, dude, who do you take on? Can I discuss it with him? Crazy. I would pick Ra's al Ghul. I would say, I, see, I think that Raish is the one I'm going with. Yeah. The fact that Raish at least has honor where Joker, who knows what shit he's going to pull on me. <laughs> He could come up to my Dude. door, shoot me in the spine, or he could come up and use that fucking carnation he has and melt my face. Or you don't want to you don't want to feel that sensation of your, felt, of your face no. melting. Plus, more importantly, I may get to meet Talia Al Ghul, who she loved Bruce. Uh, I'm you know pretty. Bruce I heard she's like, single right now. Of course, but understand, Rache is coming to kill you. I get that, but if I'm lucky, he'll bring uh, the League of Assassins. I may be able to take one of them out before the other 12 of them kill me. Is he going to kill me personally? Yeah, it's him. It's okay. just him. So it's just him showing just up. Race. Even Ubu's not there. Yeah, it's just But him. I think that's a good choice for the fact that he will um, give you like an honorable death. Yeah. He won't kill you in front of your whole family for fun. Race? He might. No, see, no. But, see Rage, 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 I think, would at least have more honor to his, his killing right. me. He just wants to get me out of the way. Rage is my option. It was my choice. Okay. Locked it in. Locked it in. Yeah. I told you no caveats. Just you and Rage. I know, but. Oh, yeah. Here's the caveat. He's right behind you. It <laughs> <laughs> would be horrible. Uh, Garrett, here we go. All right. Smallville. Clark Kent. <laughs> uh, you exist. You're uh, you. 100% you. Once again. Just like Alex. Already lost. <laughs> but you're not in this world. You're in the Walking Dead post-apocalypse world. You fight on Negan's side. You're part of the saviors. The tide is turning. It's the point of the war when the tide's turning. Do you go to Rick and say, hey, I'm on your side, or do you run away? Do you go to Rick and say, maybe he'll give you forgiveness? Who knows? I can't help you with this. Yeah. Well, I can't ask questions anymore because there's nothing, no other information. Was good. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, is this Negan? He doesn't need you, Rick, by the way. You know, you're not, you're not going to make a deal with Rick. You're just going to show up and be like, hey, uh, can I be forgiven? Like, I want to be on your side. Do you believe him like that he would take you in or would he kill you? At that point, that Rick's crazy. You don't know. Yeah. Or you run away and try to survive by yourself. And So this is right zombies. when the saviors get disbanded? It, the tide's turning, yeah. yeah so tide's you know turning, Rick's yeah. going to win. Yeah. Um, hey. So I wouldn't run away. I would go to Rick, but... How I would do it is there's no way I would just ditch the savior clothing and act like I live there the whole time. <laughs> you sneak in. I would sneak do in. Do you think anybody would be like, who the fuck's this guy? Never seen him before. No way. Not after all that chaos. I think I'd get in and be like, well, I've always just been here in this corner because no one ever wanted to give me the time. You don't just try to live on your own? No, I think I think in You're this world as you need community. to say. I think in this world you need to have somebody else watching your back. At because, least it's to be two or three. Yeah, but here's people. the right. thing. Here's the reason why Alex kind of at this point, Rick's just like in a on a rampage because uh, Glenn got killed. He's just killing everybody. So like, if he's on that side and he doesn't need Garrett, my thought process was: oh, kill you anyway. is he just going to be like, we don't need this guy either, and just kill him? Oh, you're doing. If is I have space to confront him, food. if I either have to run away or I have to confront him. Yeah, then that's I what I mean. Away. Do you go to Rick? That's the question. Oh, okay. so you like, have to you, talk to Rick. You have to be like, hey, Rick. Yeah, no. I want to join you guys. I'd, I'd pull a... No, I'd get out of there. And there's no You're way. a deserter. I would desert. I would hopefully, like, obviously ditch all the savior regalia. Maybe find... I mean, just let things calm down. And then maybe go, like, 
scout and see if things are like if they'd be willing to like let me come back in you know because like they after a certain period of time they're not going to be like are you a savior no they'd be like so you live in the woods let's say on your own for a while and you let it cool down then you show up and be like hey rick you let me in <laughs> right <laughs> let hey, me in again can walkers climb trees no no but Can't you, climb you, can you sleep in a tree without falling out yeah, well, I'd assume just tie yourself to the trunk. But there's a lot of people around. Like yeah. they, you would have to be hidden well, though. Right, exactly. So I'd try to find a cabin or something. Don't or... you sleep in trees to hunt deer? No, you no, can sit. Stand. Do you bow hunt? No, no, I've always wanted to. In tree stands. Is that what they do when they bow hunt? They hunt. They stay in the tree. Mm-hmm. They sit in tree stands. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. I think yeah, I'd find a good vantage point somewhere. I, you know what's funny is I'd always pick an open field. If you get in a forest, dude camouflage sometimes you know there's things in the in the freaking leaves now i want to be in the middle of a field so i can see things coming from all around no fire yeah but it leaves you wide open it does but it's catch 22 either way you choose it you can hide in the forest but someone else could hide in the forest but if you're in the meadow all i gotta do is hang out with a sniper rifle and shoot you yeah but how i'll I'll make sure i'm far enough away that bringing a sniper rifle out there for shits and giggles not not a thing so you okay? You run away, okay? Yeah, at least for the time. You at least for a little bit, right? <clears throat> uh, caveat is you have your cell phone; it's always ringing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're dead. Yeah. Oh my god. And every time you try to throw it away, every time you try to throw it away, it shows up in your it's pocket. It's a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Falls back in my pocket. You know what? Go back to your question. Uh, I fight Joker. You know why? I'm pretty sure uh, if I fight Joker, it's a better story. If I kill him. I fought the Joker. There's no way you would ever kill him. I think the problem is that there's one, Marvin. I, I my thing is that I'm imagining him from Killing Joke shows up, or even like Gotham Central, where when he shows up with that like eight, uh, that uh, not to say K, but it's a mach- auto my, yeah. like, rifle. What's that? His assault rifle. Mr. Fifteen. Is that a gun? <laughs> Might be like it's an AR fifteen. Uh, he shows up with some gun. He shoots some people, but. He always in like even in Endgame, uh, or not Endgame, but uh, Death of the Family, when he kills all those cops in the yeah, yeah, he's fucking crazy. I but said, I why think, would you want to? But think about there's a chance he's you luck hold out. There's a chance you luck out. your family though. Mm, you're right about think that. of your family. He would end but their Rache lives. Would do that too, you think? No, no, no he would threaten them, but he wouldn't actually kill. But say Rache would Rache would go, Alex, you don't fight me, I will kill your family. You make this an honorable duel between the two of us. Your family's fine. You're right. If I, if I Joker, bang. Joker is like Bane. Yeah. Secret option C. Bane comes up and grabs you, breaks you, literally breaks you in half. Joker's going to serve your fa- like a face on the platter, like of your whole family, and be like, nah, I'm going to kill you. like, Marvin, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> Cut your head off and puts on a pike. <laughs> you can watch Game of Thrones. That's on your throne. I just want to meet the guy. Wednesday comic 605 at gmail.com. Oh, I see. There's only two questions. One for each of us. Right. I misunderstood. Oh, yeah. I could have came up with more, but I figured uh, the rest of it. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Wednesday Comics 605 at I don't know why, uh, what that blank space just was. I just couldn't think of anything to say. Wednesday Comics 605 at com. Let us know your answers uh, to those questions. Uh, not the one with the caveats. Those, would you fight Joker or Raish? You go to Rick or do you, do you take that chance or do you run away? Um, I think you, you go to... Like you go to Rick. I think I take the chance. Go to Rick and say, hey. "You know how you get to him, though." You just go up to Rick and say, "Megan fucked my mom." <laughs> <laughs> Be like Rick. Come on, I, I tried to save Glenn. 
You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Wednesday Comics. Uh, excuse me. At Wednesday Comics on Twitter. At Alex Pastrello. At Garot2188. At Marvin underscore. So you can ask which one to, to kill, and I pointed at Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> you pull that game? Uh, yeah, I told him to kill Glenn. <laughs> kill me. And then, no. Oh, dude. Here's what you do. You go to Rick, and uh, since you're, you know, you're you, and you've read the comics. Uh, I like how you guys can know about Rick, but Rick doesn't know anything about you. <laughs> you're like, hey, you said you weren't going to kill anymore. Lock me up. But then you're locked up with Negan. Or, or I could you. be like, I'll give you information that can save somebody you love. <laughs> Facebook.com uh, slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Leave us a message on Facebook. You'll go to YouTube and find our YouTube uh, channel. Find the gauntlet on there. These guys collecting their gems every week and uh, more videos to come of other things we were discussing before the show today. Voicemail is 605-215-1849. Leave us a voicemail and let us know. Uh, like I said before, um, let us know if uh, would you rather have the power of God, of a God, even though you know it kills you every time you do it, just like a Mighty Thor. No, uh, you forget. What? That's what it was. No, if no, you're a God. Mighty Thor. Oh, she's done. Oh, okay, I thought, yeah. I thought you were talking about your. Uh, we got a book club, Alex. Wednesday Yo. Comics Lead of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Day Tripper by uh, forgot how to say it. Is it Fabu? Fabu, yeah, <laughs> Fabu Moon and Gabriel Ba. It's Fabio. No, no, me and Alex looked it up. That little tilde, you say Fabu. Fabu. Fabu Moon. There's no I. No, apparently no. we looked up, but the then part. we looked up how to say uh, Gabriel Ba, and it is. Bah. So, <laughs> so I feel like we may have gotten lied to on uh, pronunciation. Pronunciation. Day Tripper uh, is that a hoopla? I'm not sure. Look it up. Luckily, all three of us have it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, for anybody in the audience, uh, you can purchase it, or you uh, if it's on hoopla, Garrett's loading up here. We'll check in a second here. You can rent it and uh, read along with us. Leave us a voicemail or on uh, Twitter. Leave us a message or on Facebook or email us if you go old school. And let us know what you think of the book and. Um, I tell you, Day Tripper is on Hoopla. You want to know what's really old school? Paper mail, snail mail. You send that shit in, probably mail it out today so we make sure we have it. I give me my address out. We get a P.O. box. That's what we need to do. (laughs) Um, Let us know what you think of Day Tripper. Uh, I'm really excited to revisit that thing. Like I told you, I I cried with that thing when I was uh, a mere child. 21 years old. I love that book. Look what it says. I think I read the year it came out. 2007. Right? 2008. He'll keep looking, but uh, it's a good book. We're going to talk about it. And uh, also, uh, like I said, 605, oh yeah, 605 leave his voicemail if you, uh, about the book also. Supercon 2018, Return of the Con, September 28th, 29th, and 30th at the uh, Sioux Falls Convention Center. Uh, go to supercon.com for more information and follow their social media channels for more information on tickets when it comes out. But Wednesday Comics will be there. We'll also have a live show on the 28th. And uh, who knows what's going to happen? You got to show up to figure it out. Wednesday Comics after dark. After dark. That's when uh, we come unhinged. RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. That's uh, the one-stop shop online. 2009, it looks like. 2009. One-stop shop for everything Swamp Thing. Uh, that DC Winter Special is coming out pretty soon. Like I said, get in the know with the green. People are going to be like, hey, you heard of the Swamp Things thing? Kidding me? Of course. Ruth is comes to my homepage. They say, all right, you're cool for school, buddy. You're cool for school. Uh, <laughs> Holland Files number two recently came out. We're going to have John Boylan on the show pretty soon. And uh, 
we'll discuss that with him and we'll go over uh, Swamp Thing in general. Uh, we always like to talk to the Avatar of the Green, especially uh, one of my favorite characters. He's got to get his own book. Come on, DC, where are you at? Yeah, they're really dropping the ball, but it's kind of nice um, getting specials every now and then. I like that, like seeing like that annual special. with Superman. Was oh. that a Superman annual? Yeah, yeah, that he showed up in, and then like other things. Like I guess he was in the holiday special. You just said, yeah. So I think it makes him more special when he does show up. But I agree, he does deserve his own monthly. Book. I would love to get a Swamp Thing book, and I'd love to get an Animal Man book. Did you turn as a robot? What? You sound robotic for a second. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was born in the dark. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and the new Spotify. You can uh, stream us or follow us there. show always goes up there. Very convenient. Um, make sure you tell your friends, family. You know what? Uh, go up to your grandma and you say, hey, I like Wednesday Comedy. She's listening to it too. And she says the podcast and she says, what's that? I say, don't worry, grandma. Get on Spotify. And show what's on And tell it, let her know Garrett is single. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, as friends know, and uh, like I said, and Alex is no longer on this plane of existence. Also, go to WednesdayComics. Where do I go? Go to WednesdayComics.com. <laughs> fucking bunny dimension. <laughs> go to WednesdayComics.com. We'll have uh, Garrett was just talking about. He's going to be uh, uploading some new stuff. WednesdayComics.com, exclusive to the website. So make sure you have that bookmarked. Here's what you do. Flash fact: It's full of binoculars. <laughs> Make sure you have that bookmarked so you can uh, see that when it comes out. Also, be uh, subscribed, not subscribed, but following us on our social media channels because uh, that's your first, uh, that's how you know when the show's out and that's how you know when Garrett's going to upload these things. That's how you know when the gauntlet's out. So make sure you're on our Twitter or on our Facebook page. I would imagine, actually, no, not true. But I was going to say, I would imagine that if you're, oh, maybe if you're listening to this show, you should subscribe to Twitter or Facebook. Uh, I would assume so. Twitter, more likely because the, we have more followers on Twitter, but. Dude, when you said be, made me think of the genie from uh, Aladdin. It's like, be yourself. That's what I thought you were going to say. Respect. He's the genie. I'm the judge over here. That kind of sounds like Stallone, not the judge. Um, judge you, Dredd. You know, say Judge Dredd. Alex, would you dress up as a Joker for Christmas? For Christmas? Whoa. <laughs> would you, though? Like, remember that first episode of Batman the Anime Series? <laughs> uh, fucking scary. Uh, no. Christmas. For Halloween. It's a good episode of Batman. Is Batman the animated series as good as everybody says it is? Yes. I don't know. I tried rewatching it recently. I'm not sure if I'm into it. I'm on volume three and I'm like, ah, it's so slow. I think the first volume is kind of slow. There's a lot of two parters. Uh, Volume two is really good. Three does get back into that kind of eh, one shots wherever. But I heard volume four four is amazing amazing. because it's the new Batman around adventures where they actually play with their rogues gallery and stuff. Yeah. Sounds horrible. Sounds horrible. Uh, like I said in the seventies, he's got a Burking. Burking. Your accents change. You know what really so sounds then, horrible? So then judge. Not putting Chris Samney on your top five artists or dude. I <laughs> you will never be like. I'm done with it now. Get over. I'm over it. I'm over it. You know yeah. what? Life, Chris Samney's over you. Life moves on day by day. Twenty four hours pass. Three hundred sixty five days passes, and guess what? I get older and I get older, and then one day you said. You say, hey, Chris Samney uh, wasn't on your top five. And I say, you know what? I don't remember what happened 10 minutes ago. You think I remember that list? <laughs> uh, I hope he forgets. And we'll be like, By yes, but we year. remember. Oh, that'd be hilarious. For Wednesday comics. I've been Marvin. Oh, dude, you were so sad. I have been Alex. You've been Ben Alfleck? I've been Alfleck. <laughs> Alfleck. Batfleck? No. 
All right. Well, I'm currently Garrett, and you two are crazy motherfuckers. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so. I got old ass and old balls. That's who I'm sitting here with today. What are you, old dick? I'm young buck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, you turn those pages.